everybody. Welcome to Directly to You. It's the 111th episode of this very show. It's our show. We're Fanatics 4. I am AJ of Fanatics 4. I am joined by Parker of Fanatics 4. For, Parker. The, for the Lord of the Rings fans out there, it's our 111st. There you go. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> housekeeping stuff. You can support mm-hmm. this channel by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4. I was going to say youtube.tv. That's not true. Uh, or twitch.tv. Does that do anything? Does that just redirect? I'm going to try that. It probably does. Uh, but for that, you get exclusive emotes. You get loyalty badges. You get gaming time with us. You get free Switch keys from time to time. You get access to our supporters only Discord where you can talk Duncan and Chicago about Valorant keys. Or, yeah. Or, uh, what the beta access or whatever that's not really a beta it's like a glorified beta that's really a demo that they want to it's stupid yeah but yeah you could talk about that stuff man or nintendo switch games if you want to but you could also talk about nintendo switch games in our discord for free by clicking the link in the description that's it's all true keeping stuff other than like you know follow us on twitter uh freaking you know subscribe to this channel subscribe to the stuff that i was talking about before you know accurate I checked YouTube.tv, by the way. YouTube.tv just goes to the, like, YouTube live YouTube, TV service. Like cable thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so even if you do slash Fanatics 4, it just bumps you right it on back to be like, right. you want to pay some money to watch TV yeah. online? And I'll be like, I don't care about TV online. I mean, I, I do, but, like, not live because I don't care. I'll just watch I it don't late. care about <laughs> TV, period. I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine the day after it happens because, honestly, uh, this is... It's a tangents already. Here we go. It's great stuff. Ashley and I were talking today, yesterday. Um, Parks and Recreation got canceled uh, during its seventh season. But I really wonder if it just was a terrible time for specifically that show cable-wise because it was like right around the time when everybody was cutting cable. And I'm pretty sure most of their fans were like people our age who probably stopped watching cable and migrated to Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. And so, whereas now with Brooklyn nine, nine or the good place or whatever, same show or shows with the same network, they probably factor Hulu plays from the next day and all that into their viewership and uh, you know, whatever. But I don't think parks and rec would have at the time, cause they were only putting up their episodes like, you know, a year later or something like that on streaming services. So I wonder if that's why Parks and Rec got canceled, even though it was still popular. That's a fun little theory for you. Uh, yes, I am playing games. Uh, duh, it's not a game theory. It's not a, game <laughs> a TV theory. That's just I do a film wonder- theory. Just film theory, dude. Yeah, I guess so. Because they've got, for what it's worth, the green, the red, and then there's another one that has it ever been anything? You know what I'm talking no, about? No, I mean, I think they said that they have like ideas for their other channel, but Comics, they're not maybe? talking about it. They just put that stuff on film theory. Because yeah. comments are just film at this point. Yep. I guess um, they would have to have enough like film type theories to split up into film and TV. I mean, they've got a ton of them, but like... Yeah. That's what they just put them there. So it's like, I don't know, freaking yeah. food Book theory, theories. music <laughs> theory. Yeah. Oh, I'd be down with some music but theory. But music theory, I think he's talked about... This is just a game theory podcast now. Um, <laughs> a MatPat podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I think he was talking about how he they thought about doing music theory, but like music is a nightmare on YouTube because music oh, rights in yeah. general freaking suck. Uh, so yep. probably never going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, 
But Man. tangent aside, are you playing any video games? I am playing some video games. Um, yeah, the it, we'll talk about probably Animal Crossing some, but uh, yeah. Nino Cooney playing more of that. So it's still going well. I'm enjoying it. It's funny how I've put like 16 hours into it now. It's funny thinking about how like that feels like, yeah, I've been playing it a decent amount. I'm 16 hours in. Meanwhile, this same amount of time, in Animal Crossing, if I like put in, I don't know how I put in like 40 hours in what a week to a week and a half in Animal Crossing and like 16 hours feels like, yeah, I'm playing it fairly. What is this disconnect? How does that work? <laughs> it's just so weird. Like I can't even articulate it right. Um, but needless to say, Animal Crossing feels a lot less active. Like you could play yeah. a lot and not even feel like you played it a lot. You know, it's true. Yeah. Whereas because like Nino Kuni yeah. is like, you feel every hour of that. Yeah. The, I mean, with any RPG, probably like that too, outside of grinding, if you make it to new, like checkpoint type bits, which any story, like any cutscene, feels like I've made it to a next point. So there's a yeah. lot of bits that feel like that's a stopping point, but you're right in animal crossing every, at all times. It feels like, but I did want to do that over there. So let me go do that. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, I played 16 hours Animal Crossing, but like three hours of that was me picking fruits at <laughs> disparate points of time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can't really like, because it all blends together. So it's not like a thing of like, I spend an hour picking fruit today. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I pick fruit for 12, 12 minutes and then freaking uh, Aurora or whatever. I'm sure that's uh-huh. an animal of some sort. Somebody <laughs> let me know. Walked up to me and was like, hey, man. But you said Aurora? 100%. Yeah. That's Ashley's I, favorite is it? Yeah, it's, it's a penguin. <laughs> it's it's Ashley's favorite villager, Aurora. She's a little penguin. It's I kind was, of. I was positive was going to be one. <laughs> I was sure. You know how people love what's that one boy penguin's name? Uh, uh, Ralph or something. Are you talking about the one that has a Twitter? Yeah, like a Twitter yeah, and it's, yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's, something it's, like that. It's Raul something like Raul, Raul or, or something. whatever. Yeah, with within that vein. Um. I'm going to look it up because I'm going to be mad. Uh, <laughs> How do you want to find penguin. it if you don't even know what the name is? Just look it up, Penguin Animal Crossing, and uh, we'll find something. But in any case, Aurora is, oh, Rold, R-O-A-L-D, Roald. Like, there you go. Rold doll, I guess, like that. Ashley loves Aurora. That is all. She's very cute and nice. That's it. So there you Gotcha. Gotcha. But yes, you were point. saying. But Aurora she walks up, up to you and she's like, hey, man, I got this thing. Can you find it for me? Or can you find where I buried this treasure you ever run into one of those? Uh, oh, yeah. Sort of thing. I haven't um, found one of those yet. Ashley did, though. And I found only three of she them. She found it. She found it. It like just in the nick of time, like on the buzzer, but didn't bring it back in time because he oh didn't specify God. that. Um, and it was also at the same time. It was during Bunny Week to where there was tons of things to dig up like is there a timer for that or is it just within that day oh this one I, was within six minutes it oh was like God. go find yeah yeah i knew Maybe that it like I know finding it is like there's a time limit but i mm. think that you could you should be able to bring it back within the day no it sounds like because i looked it up and it sounded like somebody else had the same issue but like That's she crazy. definitely picked like but then again in her inventory with three seconds left or something Every single one of those things, they're like, hey, find this thing. And six seconds, six seconds later, I'm like, here, here's the thing. Yeah. 
because it's just like it's easy to like at least how my island was set up at the time i was like okay i'm just gonna go in sections you know like i'm going to go yep. left to right up down left to right up down until i find mm-hmm. a thing and then here it is it's right there yeah. and i find it up i there. mean like she ha- i don't think she'd done her fossils yet and she still had a bunch of earth oh, eggs oof. so like that made it so she was like this one nope, oh not that, that. Has this one, to nope, not that one. <laughs> like every yeah. time you're like digging something up it's an egg that sucks yep. dude. it was a hundred percent so it was, but yeah, that's like the first, time. sometimes that's the only thing I do. Like, uh, a lot yeah. of times when I'm playing this game, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to dig up all the fossils and freaking check my stores and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I've same way. Has your store. Things. Oh yeah. Your store had already upgraded mine. Yeah. Just, we already just somehow managed to get into animal crossing. Yeah, <laughs> Nino Cooney, blah, blah, blah. I playing it. It's good. It's fun. <laughs> I, uh, just, I fought Shadar the first time. I, for whatever that means for anybody, if you've played it before. Um, okay, wait, but before we go back to Animal Crossing, yeah. I played more of the the blonde, oh, yeah. edgy boy. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's, it's still fine. It still feels like an obligation, kind of, but it's, like, <laughs> fun, you know? Yeah. But, but, like, I don't really care if that makes sense. <laughs> that, it makes <laughs> sense. I'm like, okay, Cloud's still a jerk. Still don't like him very much. Uh, gameplay is yeah. fun. Uh, the more I understand it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is even more cool. I think this mm-hmm. video makes sense. I like it. Um, but it's going to take a long time because I'm only like chapter seven, which means I'm like a third <laughs> of the way through the game or something. Um, mm-hmm. So at this rate, it's going to take me like at least a month before I can even start thinking about this video in like post me completing this game. So yeah. this is a long haul video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's fine. I don't want to play my PlayStation. That's the main thing. It's like, if it was on Switch, I'll probably be done with this game already. Honestly, that's such a thing. Like there's, I haven't played my, that's not true. I have played my Switch docked a little bit in the past little while, um, like in our bed. But at this point, Ashley's playing 100% docked and so hurt so it's just, just always docked in the living room so the only times i've played doctor in the bedroom every once in a while if i'm like ah, i'm gonna go to bed but not like go to sleep yet uh so it's like and even like, even playing so the hard. switch docked feels i mean that even feels it is way less tethered than yeah. playing playstation because mm-hmm. i at any point i play, I don't want to play this like this anymore mm-hmm. take my switch yeah. and go somewhere else <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like just that whole thing and plus my play it's like so annoying because the playstation's loud and the controller dies in three seconds and it's yeah. like freaking man <laughs> how do people like this uh, <laughs> <laughs> i man i really do want to find out about um you know like we've talked about it before but like x cloud and stuff if that's ever come under the switch and etc because like ideally for me again it would be nice to have somewhere where i could play other games if i wanted to um and towards the end of this year is probably going to be some of the easiest time to, if that is never going to happen, xCloud on Switch or whatever, if I wanted to get another console to just have as a backup, towards the end of this year would be the easiest time to do that because they're trying to get rid of stock because, you know, the next consoles are coming uh, if, and stuff. If rumors are any indication, the smart bet looks like you might want to get Xbox One X. That's what I'm thinking because too, yeah. you were talking about getting Lockhart, and they said Lockhart's rumored to be like four teraflops. Mm-hmm. That's two less than the Xbox One X. Yeah. So why get that? <laughs> yep. So I'm 
keeping my ear to the ground as far as barely not keeping my ear to the ground, more like just paying attention to what is said to happening. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I'm not super thrilled about being tethered to a TV. Nevertheless, I don't want to do it. I'd rather. So I play a little bit of that game. Nice. Um, and also I'm playing smash brothers still pretty actively with Falcon Mm -hmm. and Logan and some other friends. Hashtag get good. You know, (laughs) yep. The goal. That's the goal. Yeah. And I did play, um, some Mario Maker 2. We'll talk about more of that when it comes around to your video and stuff, but I've played a little bit of that since the update happened. I haven't. I need so, to, but I haven't. I I will say, haven't played a whole lot, It's but I, I like even, the idea. I haven't even played the Boy Zelda update, dude. I, I don't so think long. I did either. Yeah. Actually, I did because of this one. I ended up playing a Boy Zelda level that was... Um, kind of janky so it wasn't great (laughs) but yeah that stuff um yeah it's great old time animal crossing though yeah i've been playing that i keep being like i'm not gonna put too much more time into this and i'll just pick it up when ashley plays it and i'll play it at the same time as her but if she's playing it a lot that means i'm also playing it a decent amount so I'm just, like I said, at this point, yeah. I'm literally only playing it when it's like, I still want to do all the things, you know, yeah. I still want to like keep my island. I want to talk to my people, you mm-hmm. know, even though like even that, like if they're not up when I'm playing it, I'm like, but I'm still playing it in that regard. But one thing that I am like kind of not necessarily done with, but like slowing down on is the turnips thing. Um, oh yeah and falcon i did that one week and i'm like no nah, i'm good now. falcon like, shared something which i'm gonna screen share nice um hold up there it is bada bing bada bam there it is he shared this this meme it's like the freaking <laughs> song what is it, or something uh no it's oh man who is that is Who's it corn it it's, might be corn so, or no it's um wake up uh, i'm gonna be mad if it's who i said <laughs> be so bad. i don't think it's um i don't think it's slipknot it's system of a down that's oh, right. okay yeah uh, but yeah it's this meme and yeah. i was like dude i'm <laughs> i'm way too rich for this <laughs> like this is, i'm not freaking doing that anymore i don't i don't i can't be bothered to wake up for turnips yep uh, yeah, and the, for the audio listeners, I don't remember if I actually if we read it out loud, but it said, "You did wake up, wake up in wait, the style, and grab has, yourself and and little turnip." Whatever. Yeah, it has Timmy and Tommy, but that is crudely drawn. Along similar lines, but it was like uh, it was Timmy like uh, threatening you or something, and Tommy was like, "Yeah." behind him and it was fun. Uh, but, yeah, um, like it's weird how that whole like how they talk because has that like, always been the way it is yeah i think so okay. but they like finish their word like they finish the word so mm-hmm. he's like welcome come <laughs> what i have i have a, uh, a co-worker in real life well obviously in real life uh, i'm a co-worker life. that it's i mean it's is funny. it really real life at this point that's a very good point. <laughs> She's not even like on my direct team. She sits next to me and is on an adjacent team of mine. So I haven't. She sits next to you in Zoom meetings? Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but it is funny because, like, I'll, I've pointed it out to Mitch a bunch of times 
but I've noticed that she'll do a thing where in order to like show that she's listening or agree with you or whatever, she'll just repeat the last word of your sentence. Yeah, 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 the last word of your sentence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not even like the full phrase will be like, yeah, she'll repeat the last word of your sentence a lot of times. Times. Yeah. (laughs) This is really funny. And like, it's fine. Like that's a completely fine communication method. But it's quite funny because like most of the time a, that's it's like, like a doesn't make sense. you know, like that's like if you like take like freaking, you know, like uh-huh. mirroring glasses and stuff. It's yeah, like, like if you take classes, how you like feel seen and like you do feel seen. Make people feel seen is that you repeat the thing that they said, and like you don't have to actually listen. But like if you say like how I just said listen, and I like stayed there for a little bit, mm-hmm. that's like a cue. Like yeah, 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 listen. Oh, totally. Man, there were I. <laughs> I remember being very aware at some point I was probably like 16. I was talking to my sister about just random normal stuff. Rather, she was talking to me in this situation and I realized I haven't been paying attention (laughs) for like two minutes, but she would have no idea. And I didn't say anything right then. I think I said something a while later where I was like, Hey, so I realized earlier, I'm like kind of good at (laughs) pretending like I'm listening when I'm not. And that's not great. But like, It's cool or whatever, but like that's probably bad. <laughs> so it's it is bad. It and turns like, out good in work situations, though. There's that, a lot of times true. in meetings, especially with my manager, where like sh- she'll just go especially off on with my manager. I, I'm not listening to her. What? No, I mean she's like yeah, she'll just go off on tangents of certain things, where I'm like, I'm gonna save my brain energy <laughs> for other parts of this conversation. <laughs> uh, speaking of tangents. Speaking of tangents, Animal uh, Crossing's good, but yeah. other things are even better. It's true. For some people. Sure. So, I'm, not, I'm not sure how that is a segue into what hey, we're talking about next. But we're talking I, about something next. <laughs> we are talking about something next. Yeah, so I mean, Nintendo obviously uh, is a company that does more things than just make video games. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they just make video games. Mm-hmm. But they're obvious. We know that they're trying to diversify and do other things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Diversify other things. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Some news came out this week that Value Act Capital Partners LP, which it sounds Act, like a company, yeah. it does. It sounds too much like a company. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like Value Act, like a made up, like company. a fake thing. Yeah. Yes. Nevertheless, whatever they uh, they bought a stake. I don't exa- I don't know how the parts of this work, but they have a stake of over one point one billion dollars now in Nintendo. Cool, and which apparently is about two percent stake of mm. Nintendo, which is kind of insane. That Nintendo is yeah. worth. What would that be then? Like fifty billion dollars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that. I mean, which that it. doesn't sound too insane to me. Yeah, I once I realized it was. Two percent that the numbers didn't seem to make sense, but then as soon as I said that, that makes sense. But anyway, so uh, yeah, the main thing about this seems to be something to the effect of they want Nintendo to go further into the whole media, um, like digital entertainment business, more so than just being Nintendo making video games. And Nintendo is doing that, but they're trying to invest to push them to do it faster. So what do they mean specifically by like digital entertainment? Are they talking like Netflix? Are they talking like YouTube? Let's read the article. Um, And it's not that long. So that's good. So 
Value Act, which first began buying stock in April 2019, grew the position in Nintendo, known for its gaming consoles and for having turned characters like Mario and Donkey Kong into international hits during the stock market sell-off in February and March, according to the letter sent to its investors. Nintendo's future is bright, Value Act wrote in its letter, adding there is potential for growth in both the... there's potential for growth both in the software business and room for improvement to transform itself into a broader entertainment company. Value Act has picked up about 2.6 million shares or about a 2% stake in Nintendo. Look at that. That's the one. You got it. Uh, and then uh, shares of the Japanese company rose more than 2% as trading started in Tokyo. And then they said, we're aware that Value Act is holding a stake and we've been engaged in dialogue with them. We won't disclose content of our dialogue with our investors, a Nintendo spokesman said. Uh, Spokesman for Value Act declined to comment. San Francisco-based Value Act said it has had several meetings with members of Nintendo management and that it believes the vision, it believes in the vision the company's chief executive, Shintaro Furukawa, has shared with Value Act and with others. Unlike other investment firms that push for change publicly and often ask for board seats at target companies, Value Act prefers to work with management behind the scenes. Its partners could offer relevant guidance and help and experience to help Nintendo after having served on boards at Adobe and Microsoft, the firm's letter said, stopping short of asking us board or asking for board representation. Um, all right. It says other things, but that's that we got the gist. We got it. Good job sharing that screen. (laughs) You did it. It's easier now. (laughs) That's one thing that they moved. That was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, that was, I think so. Okay. Initial thoughts on this. Cool. I, I like the idea obviously of Nintendo diversifying and doing more things as long as it doesn't mean they do less of what they're doing now, which I don't think anybody thinks is the case. If it's an expansion, cool. Um, also, the other thing for me that I like is that they're doing it more, what feels like the better way of going behind the scenes and actually having conversations and planning stuff out together rather than being like, hey, yo, Nintendo, we own some money in you guys. Do that do We own some money. <laughs> do some things. <laughs> so those are... But like, hey, man, here's people we worked with before. We can work with you to do the thing. It's going to be a good time. You got things. We got things. Let's do it. Yep. Man. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So, I mean, what y- yeah, I'm down. I, I mean, we talked about them specifically. I've been talking about forever how they're Disney and they need to act like it. <laughs> like, yeah. Because out, even outside of just gaming, like Nintendo has like, the second most viable IP far and away, not even close to anybody else. Like it's Disney because they own everything. And mm-hmm. then it's Nintendo. Like, and then far, far, far gap everybody else. Yep. So for them to like not really use it outside of video games, this really makes it, especially since like for them to use their IP in other mediums, it doesn't even have to be like an active thing. It could very much so be passive revenue for them where like a lot of their like big creatives could just be like advisors on these projects. As long as Miyamoto is there to say yay or nay and not go like too far in the direction that Mm -hmm. they went in and the like Super Mario Bros movie days uh, and Miyamoto (laughs) is just there to be like, nah, that's not a very Mario thing to do, but he doesn't have to be like storyboard in the, the movie, you know? Um, 
Right. I think that they could really take advantage of their IP. And if they do want to double down and, hi- and like do Nintendo movie studios, that's even better in the long run for them. Yeah, right. I do wonder, if honestly. If Marvel can do it, you know. Yeah. I do wonder if, uh, or I feel like the Mario movie will be kind of the first inclination of what, of what that's going to be like. Like, if we find out just how much, like, it seems like Miyamoto is pretty hands-on with it. Mm-hmm. from just what we've heard or at least maybe not hands-on because um but at it least very like present he's you know? as hands-on with this as he has been in the like recent days of like game mm-hmm. development where yeah. that's what he does is the yay or nay he's like i yeah. don't really know if that works but he's yeah. not like flipping the table as yeah. it were to use their own verbiage yeah exactly <laughs> i forgot they said that obviously that's an expression in japanese but like not really in <laughs> I mean, it's, no, it makes sense, makes sense even though, here yeah. because yeah. like a, a freaking like executive being like, no, nah, this sucks, dude. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> that just, you know, that, that mm-hmm. very easily like calls to mind a visual of that. Yeah, so yeah for sure. <laughs> so in your mind, what would be the things like the pillars right now within gaming, their three pillars are mobile. Well, okay. It used to be m- mobile, handheld and home console. Now it's just mobile, home console. An IP is yeah. Is that the third one they say? Yeah. Okay. So then, let's say we break down IP into which, if this were the case, if they kind of diversify into being, <laughs> bless you, <Yeah. laughs> an entertainment, a digital entertainment company, I feel like that probably they would split those pillars into gaming, which would then break down into console and mobile, and then IP maybe, which would be other things. But what would be in your mind the pillars that they should have or whatever uh well they already have tv tv semi established they already had like the so? zero shows they had mm. kirby they have pokemon you know and they have yeah. other things that they kind of dip their toes in mm-hmm. uh with like the kid icarus shorts and the pikmin short and you right. know like even the smash brothers uh like cgi trailers and stuff like that mm-hmm. they could expand that very easily into like tv shows yeah. Um, I don't know if it needs to be a TV show mm-hmm. because as we'll get into later, I guess probably we should do that after this because it just flows better. True. Um, it, it, they're moving more into like digital only solutions anyway, because yeah. people don't watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for them, the, and yeah, like to a certain extent, Pokemon, even though Pokemon's not really them, mm-hmm. you know, right. Like, it's licensed by them to a degree, but Mm-hmm. You know, like you'll see their logo in the Pokemon movies, but yeah. <laughs> it's not like Nintendo is like on the board of like what happens with the Pokemon anime mm-hmm. actively, you know? Yep. Uh, but I think that they could very much so have a lot of success there mm-hmm. if they do more of that with the IP that aren't as popular, honestly. Yeah. That's like, what I was about to say too, is like, I feel like A, they'd have more leeway to kind of do whatever they want if they were, but also it would be kind of like the um, Martha and was, was it Martha and Roy Martha originally? Roy. Yeah. Martha and Roy and melee where like smash was their intro to like, Oh, what are these characters? Or yeah. even to some I degree, legit thought they were Zelda characters when I first yeah. saw them in melee. <laughs> I, because when you unlock them, you fight them on <laughs> High, Hyrule. Hyrule temple yeah. and it, I was just like, okay, this is just a Zelda character I've never mm-hmm. seen before. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder with, uh, with that, like Smash, I 
don't feel like, I mean, Smash is definitely an introduction to characters, but not for some of these IPs that have now become pretty much Smash IPs. Captain Falcon with F-Zero, you know, Ness with Earthbound, Lucas. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how tied the character itself is to its IP. Because I think that, like, Ness... Mm-hmm. And Lucas later on did a pretty mm-hmm. good job of like ingratiating people to that IP. Yeah. But Captain Falcon's nothing like F Zero. Like right. F Zero yeah, exactly. very much so a Smash Brothers character. Uh-huh. Which you mean um, like obviously there's a lot of overlap in fans of F Zero and yeah. they will love Captain Falcon, but more for what he means than just for right. being like there, there's like people that there's people that bought into granted not a huge amount <laughs> there's people <laughs> that bought into smash brothers that play as captain falcon uh-huh. but it's way less likely that people that play captain falcon in smash brothers bob are like i want to play f-zero now you know yeah. like yeah because it's not that like you mm. can't falcon kick in f-zero <laughs> you can't falcon kick in f-zero nah man uh, nope. <laughs> so but yeah i think with that that could Typically, like, um, here we go. Let it me know did, when I'm not there. We did the thing. We're back. <laughs> Look at that. Um, yeah, man, I, there's no way I'm realizing, there's no way to pause this and pick it back up, is there? Uh, if not, that's fine. Because it mean, might just is, do that again. There is, but that would be complicated. Yep. Then never mind. We'll just hey guys, sorry. I'll I figured out how to fix it last time. I think I it's on. It I'm wasn't on the even wrong doing it last time. That's the thing. That's weird. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. I think last time I had it on the right internet connection. Oh, if right, I switch yeah. internet connection, I'll drop out and yeah. then have to come back, and that's probably not worth it. Yeah. So we'll just hope for the best. Um, but I'll check that next time ahead of time. So in any case, uh, having TV shows specific like Castlevania, honestly, Netflix yeah, shows or whatever example. is. I think a great way to ingratiate fans to certain IPs that again, like smash was able to do probably can't do quite the same way anymore just because of what it is. Um, it, it could, but less. It so. just depends on how they make yeah, the character. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, TV shows seem like a good way of doing new or like more unknown IPs. And then to me, movies feel like a good way of, I like, like. I don't the think big one. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I you can't, can't imagine can't them doing really say, an F zero movie. movie. Yeah. Right. Right. Because it's the same thing as like, um, you know, like how everybody gets all up in arms about like them using like Scarlett Johansson for everything. Yeah. Like they have, they're going to have the same rationale there, where it's like we need to have the big name to make mm-hmm. people want to watch this movie. Wait, um, when you say using Scarlett Johansson, they. Like Nintendo, like Hollywood, no, like Hollywood. I was like, like, what am I missing here? Lesser known IP. I just put Scarlett Johansson in it. People (laughs) watch it, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. Which I mean, like that was the Pixar mo for a while back in the day, where they would have like big name people in it, and they still kind of do it in their Pixar. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah, I I think those would be. Anything outside of that? So movies and TV seem like the obvious choices. Um, but the, as we finish this up and move into the next thing, any other pillars that you can imagine? I think there's like, like Lego, you know, like gamifying toys. Yeah. Um, right. Even though toys aren't as big, it seems like. It seems like most kids are playing with games in one way mm-hmm. or another, whether it be like an app on a phone or an iPad or whatever. Not as many kids are like, you know what I want? A toy. I don't, Unless it's so, like a freaking I mean, that could definitely be true. But the toys, or the the toys that I know, the kids that I know, 
I feel like, cause like I've, we've got a circle of friends that a bunch of them have kids. I feel like lots of times, at least around birthday party or birthdays and stuff like that, other people will buy toys for them. Even if the kid doesn't necessarily care that much about yeah. the thing, they still like, will get a lot of sales that way. So I feel like that could still be a pretty strong thing. Yeah. I, I guess I'm not, yeah. I don't necessarily mean on that end of like, mm-hmm. they, if they freaking made toys, they would make money making toys. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I mean like them being Nintendo, they want the kids to want their toys. Right. Yes. So mm-hmm. they would want to make them more like the Lego situation mm-hmm. where it's a game but it's yep. a toy yeah you know i mean so i could see them doing mm-hmm. more of that where they want to gamify toys because that's the toy industry now is like all toys that are popular are gamified in some way like yeah. hatchables they're gamified right. they're just physical tamadachis yeah which is crazy like i mean people are just selling loot loot boxes to kids yeah <laughs> like that's so <laughs> weird but yeah. I, I mean, mean that's always is. been the case though. Freaking Yu-Gi-Oh cards, yeah, Pokemon yeah, cards, true. trading cards in general, you know. Yep. Got to love Pokemon cards. I uh yeah. I you do. Thank you Pokemon company for providing <laughs> us with Pokemon cards. I organized some of my Pokemon cards a couple weeks ago and it was nice. I also this past week I organized my um my re- retro games quote unquote like gamecube games and stuff like that uh i mean i don't even what know I why that's a quote unquote the freaking gamecube's 20 20 years old <laughs> it is there it is so it's old we're old now um but what's not old netflix well it's getting up there, i mean actually, netflix so, a little bit. Mm-hmm. so um yeah and so pokemon as you alluded to before their new tv show is going to be a Netflix exclusive, which is crazy. And I it was is like, crazy. I was thinking about, I was like, because this show's been out in Japan for a while, and usually the show yep. goes out in Japan before here, obviously. But for one, it, it doesn't feel like the gap is usually this long, and it also mm-hmm. feels like now with shows that come out now, the gap not only is not this long, but it's shorter than it used to be. Like right. my hero for a while was day and date mm-hmm. with Japan. It was like an hour later or something like yeah. that. Um, and now it's like a week later or something. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like I've been, I just don't pay television. attention to when it happens in Japan. So I just get it when I get it. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that we get it day and date subbed, but dubbed. It's like, a Oh, week okay. Gotcha. Um, I just watched it subbed. For yeah, the new I'm, ones, because I I'm not weeb enough. For that. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, one apparently a week I'm, is all right I'm, for me. So. I'm apparently not a weeb enough to watch it at all at this point. But, <laughs> Way to go. but, but yeah, like so it was like it was just weird because it was like this show's been out for a minute, and I don't even know when it's coming here, and oh. like, I don't even know how it's coming here because I know that like at the time now I do obviously, right. but like the last season I think like started. Or maybe it was the season before that, like started on Cartoon Network and Cartoon Network had it for a while. And then mm-hmm. randomly Disney XD got it. And I was like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And like Disney XD had like Naruto too at one point. I was like, yeah. what? When did Disney start getting anime? It's, it's strange. I guess they got the like, um, like the Ghibli rights or Ghibli or whatever it's called. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we established that last last time. I think we talked Ghibli about. is what I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. Uh, somebody that's Japanese. Studio Mibli. We'll just change sure. it completely. Sto- Studio G. G. <laughs> studio. Um, 
maybe that a G-Man from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G-Man, but G-Man. <laughs> maybe that made him uh, like anime more. But for whatever <laughs> reason, they like had that for a while, and then it just was like, nah, we're good on Disney XD. We're not going to show it there anymore. Mm-hmm. And now it's on Netflix, which is like okay. Um, and they, they they're very weird with the streaming rights of Pokemon because <laughs> also isn't there a channel for it on Amazon Prime? That's what I was about to say. So it, they have they had Pokemon or have Pokemon. And it's like a selection of movies and mm-hmm. season. It's like usually the most current season I think on mm-hmm. Netflix, but on yeah. Amazon's thing, it has everything Pokemon in between. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a po- no it has like everything else kind of but like yeah because i think indigo so i think season one is on netflix still so indigo league and for a while they had orange islands and then they took it down and then yeah, but here's the thing on the amazon thing because i had this for a little bit right on the amazon thing they have stuff from most seasons into like i don't know like um, probably pretty late like like least, Kalos they have like uh-huh. stuff up until Kalos but they don't have everything of anything so it's like they'll have like you know how like regions are separated into multiple seasons a lot of times so like freaking season 12 through 15 will be one region instead of like season 12 being one region it's multiple regions for one region yeah um they have like season 12 which will be in a certain region and then they'll have 10 episodes of that and then they won't finish the rest of the season and they'll have 13 and then they'll have 10 episodes of that so it's so weird it's that so doesn't weird. make any sense so i mean i'm glad they're doing it this way because this means i can watch it and that's yeah. good i just yeah. started watching um sun and moon season actually because i was like you know what i've heard people say it's pretty good because i started watching it at some point back in the day and i was like i don't know i'm I don't love the feel of it or something like that, but I was like, I'll give it a shot. Um, I think like, cause X and Y felt like way more like Shonen, like, you know, like, mm, freaking, you know, you know, yeah. what a Shonen anime I do. zero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it felt more like that. And then like uh sun and moon took like a hard shift. and was like, we're slice of life now, you know, uh-huh. um, which is still like a popular anime genre, you know, like yeah. it, it feels like they're trying to be like contemporary in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the feel of this new season is. But it looks yeah. more like it's trying to be some type of mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Sun and Moon has, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, like, we're trying to be, like, real loose and, like, you know, modern day cartoony. Like, we're trying to look mm-hmm. like Adventure Time and Gravity Falls. And, yeah. You know, like, I just started watching Gravity Falls, by the way, or a couple weeks ago, and it's so good. Like, I, I never knew. I mean, I've seen bits and it's, it's, my consumption of Gravity Falls is akin to my consumption of literally <laughs> any show that I haven't watched. And it's like, I mean, I don't news. know if I'd recommend it to you just because recommending TV shows to you is probably fairly hit or miss. It's yeah. definitely fairly hit or miss. But um, but yeah, it's it's really like it's a Disney show, I guess, but it definitely doesn't feel like a Disney show. It's more like it feels from what i've heard and seen Uh it feels like it's like disney's version of avatar last airbender oh which i haven't seen and it's coming wow i know i'm so excited for it's coming to netflix yeah but that's like because like before then 
like just generally cartoons weren't other than like the Simpsons, you know, cartoons didn't have plots and Simpsons still doesn't really even have a plot where it's like day in the life of the Simpsons. It's not like, Oh, on last episode, this happened. And now this is happening because of that. Um, mm-hmm. But with the avatar, it's like everything flows into the next thing and it's sequential. Yep. Um, and they still have like one offs where it's like just random adventures of Aang and his friends, you know, yep. Uh, but everything's leading to something. Mm-hmm. Gravity Falls feels kind of like that for Disney, where a lot of, I mean, yep. Disney has had cartoons in the past that were sequential, but they didn't really mean anything. Uh-huh. Um, like they had Kim Possible. Kim Possible was sequential, yeah. but it wasn't sequential in the same way. Where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now she's a sophomore in high school, but it, <laughs> it doesn't really refer back to like last episode, this happened. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's, I'd say it's kind of like, it feels like a, a PG Rick and Morty, but mm. with the same kind of like, it's, uh, you know, it's kids stuff in the sense of it's not like cussing or anything like that, but, um, but is still like smart humor at the same time or like fun and like actually funny and not just dumb. Cause like mm. a lot of man, the Disney channel live action stuff, like it'll sometimes my in-laws will sometimes have it on in the background or whatever. Painful. Like <laughs> I, I loved it growing up and like some of the, like Boy Meets World still fantastic. It's great. But man, some of the newer ones, not so much. So it's good. Well, well so back to this though. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Good stuff. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm down. And I'm, and I don't know why it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it has a subtitle in Japan, but here it does. Hmm. Doesn't it? I thought it had something. It was like, it's just like Pokemon. I think it was called Pokemon something Go. Like, didn't it have Go in the title? Oh, no, that's just the character's name. Yeah, no, that's that's the character's name. And like, the, like everybody was like, this is a complete reboot because it was just Pokemon. Like how right. Pokemon is like advertised in Japan uh-huh. generally. Um, so I don't think it has a subtitle. It is kind of nice for what it's worth that this one seems more, even more divergent from the current game. Yeah. I mean, like you'd be able to tell me better, but it seems like all the other ones were like, okay, well, here's they ba- follow you know, kind of like story beats to a T. Yeah, where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, and Ash also met freaking Bi or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it seems fun that this one's just like, oh, we're just gonna just have a Pokemon show and go with it, you know? Um, ha go. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that's, a, that's a character in the show. Ha ha. <laughs> He's not named after a tree, though, so fake Pokemon character. A lot of people, yeah. <laughs> Just like me, not a real Pokemon character. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people are going to be watching that, just like a lot of people have had their Switches hacked, Yeah, as it were. Bum, bum, yep. bum. Yeah, well, their no. accounts. I thought you were going to do... Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's uh, messed up. <laughs> Uh, we won't harp on this one too long, but long story short, uh, deactivate your Nintendo. What is it? Nintendo. ID? I mean, they already did it. Activate. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Two factor authentication. Yep. Authentication. And, uh, uh, and remove you know. your PayPal from your account. Mine was definitely tied to both of our accounts, but didn't get hacked. Uh, I think that this specifically affected people that logged in through Nintendo Network mm-hmm. ID, which was like a Wii U and 3DS thing. Um, I don't even know if it was just like it really affected that many people that had one and that was that it was connected, but like mm-hmm. specifically people that regularly logged in with that 
ID. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. I have Nintendo Network ID because I have a Wii U and I have a 3DS. But mm-hmm. nothing happened to my account. But I did, I also already had two-factor authentication. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll, I'll need to check. I actually haven't checked my account to see. I'm pretty sure nothing happened, but I'll check in any case. But, yeah, just uh, be careful out there, you know? It, be play careful. it safe. Make sure nobody's getting V-Bucks off your back. Um, I'm surprised nobody's like trying to equate this to Sony or it's like the, the freaking PlayStation three days of Nintendo or whatever. And I'm glad that that's not the case. Cause it's like not even close in terms mm-hmm. of like penetration. Like there's 160,000 accounts mm-hmm. that have been compromised in one way or another. Mm-hmm. That's not even close. Well, <laughs> fill me in on the PS3 thing. Uh-huh. You did, oh yeah you you like checked out dude. yeah i didn't even know man but yeah like psn went down for a really long time i mean psn used to go down a lot um for a really long time and a lot of people got hacked i was one of those people i got hacked and they Oof. like charged my card for like 250 dollars or something like that. and it was a nightmare getting any of that money back because sony's freaking customer service sucks uh <laughs> it was just a lot of people were getting hacked and it was like like huge amounts of people got hacked in one way or another not necessarily everybody got dinged as bad as i did yeah but like they accessed your information and you got (sighs) that sucks Um, and it was like a lot more widespread because it wasn't tied to something like this like i don't know maybe if nintendo network id was something that they still used in mass Mm-hmm. It would have been a bigger issue, yeah, but because not that many people had a Wii U and yeah. not, like weren't really playing their 3DS online like that and using that for whatever reason. Um, maybe it didn't affect them as much for yeah. that reason. Yep. So I don't not know. being internet savvy, <laughs> the internet would say is what did was the favor for them. Uh huh. Good thing it was connected to your network ID and not just whether or not you bought Animal Crossing because yeah, then a lot of people bought Animal Crossing. <laughs> And that's our next article. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Um, there's a bunch of different numbers. Well, not a bunch of different, like conflicting numbers, but just like yeah, it sounds like somebody's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like we'll see in what two weeks uh, what Nintendo's like. Here's the amount that sold. So we'll find out some more kind of straight facts at that point. Mm-hmm. Regardless, it sold a lot. Yeah, that's kind of no duh. But like some here's some records that maybe. It, uh, it happened and some of these also are npd specific which means physically in the u.s and other ones are other things so i don't know but um this says the search exclusive recorded the third biggest launch month physical sales of any game published by nintendo in the market research's firm tracking history npd began tracking software zealous in the 1990s so only Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Super Smash Brothers Brawl achieved higher physical sales in their launch months yeah, in the US baby. physically. Which <laughs> is crazy to think about because like A, digital is so much higher now than it was in Brawl days. Yeah, so like of course it wasn't even a thing for Nintendo. That would Brawl be why. Days. So well, that's except a thing. for like WiiWare and Yeah. Um, but then not only that, but also with you know everybody being quarantined and staying at home, I'm sure lots of people opted for digital that might not have wanted to otherwise because they just didn't want to go into a store or whatever um so you know overall it seems like the numbers will be even higher but that's crazy and the third biggest launch month yeah since ever so yeah man um and then the other article here is 
Uh, and its latest, okay, Animal Crossing is estimated to have sold 5 million copies digitally in March, more than any other console game in history, according to Nielsen's super data. So, um, also, I think this was, I don't know if this is world, I think this is worldwide. Yes. Yeah, that's um, worldwide. So, worldwide, digitally, between March 20th. Oh, also, that's a thing comparing to the two Super Smash Brothers in the last article, is that Ultimate released on the 8th of December, so like right at the beginning of the month. And I think no, it was the 7th. It was the 7th. Oh, it was the 7th. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, and I don't know when Brawl released. Brawl had a staggered release. So oh. it didn't release worldwide everywhere. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But so I guess just the US release would count because since that was NPD specific. Uh, um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. I think it was like December of like 2008 or something like that. Yeah, probably. Did, I wonder what the specific day was. That's what I'm looking for right now. Oh, no. It was March of oh, 2008. March what? March 9th. Okay, so both of those games had almost a month's worth of sales to Smash Brawl. And that is, that's insane how big these gaps are because they don't exist anymore unless it's like a strategic <laughs> yeah. one. Right, um, yeah. But it came out January or just a game 31st. That they like, takes a while to localize or something yeah. dumb you know? which is rare because yeah, like, even right. that it's like what um, smaller games like yeah. dragon quest and stuff like that like that's probably yeah like the that's true. only game that really still has a gap mm-hmm. um but yeah it came out january 31st 2008 two months later here and three months later in australia and in europe that's crazy but yeah so this was um so the highest march release ever digitally um which again that number is going to keep growing like the digital number in general is going to keep growing the physical one is more surprising to me than anything else um if i'm being perfectly honest yeah because like how because <laughs> of quarantine and because like that's just insane right so all in all we'll see these numbers in a couple of weeks but um animal crossing is just selling crazy numbers um and i i really will be interested to know how that transfers across to like Animal Crossing Switch owners, are they only Animal Crossing Switch owners or yeah. what percentage of them will buy into more games versus just that's the one, you know? I guarantee you there's multiple like moms and grandmoms and mm-hmm. stuff like that uh, that are just like, just they only have this game and then yep. maybe freaking Brain Age, you know? <laughs> it's, like like yeah. Bob's mom, that's going to be her demo. Yep. I mean, Ashley, for example, has other games on the Switch, but she's only playing Animal Crossing. And I yeah, and also she you don't like she doesn't count because she has you to influence her. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, it's crazy times. That's uh, selling a lot, and that's great. We're having some good old times. Um, and then the last news article we got here is it doesn't not super. It's whatever. It's a thing. Nintendo Switch Joy-Con colors and production. So there's three colors that, according to something, um, here I'll just read it. It's short. Uh, I'll share my screen as well because why not? Sharing screen. Look at that. Breaking Look news. Look at that. Uh, Nintendo Switch Joy-Con colors and production. Production has ended on several Nintendo Switch Joy-Con colors with the Nintendo Switch gray, neon yellow, and red Joy-Con controller sets, left and right, all no longer being manufactured according to wording, Japanese, 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 (laughs) on the Nintendo's accessory page. All three colors are selectable on the Nintendo Switch customized section of the online My Nintendo Store. However, and are... 
They're accessible on that, however, and are also available to purchase individually. So it's not clear whether the Joy-Con sets have entered production or whether this will transfer over to individual Joy-Con and Switch bundles once stock has dried up. There, there you go. That's the article. Yeah, I don't know if this is like... I feel the same way. I put it in there because I was like, we'll see. And then I read it and I was like... Especially gray. Like, there's no way that we're just not going to have gray Joy-Con anymore. I saw yeah. somebody tweet this story out and they were like everybody stock up on your great joy con these are going to be rare and i was like yeah right dude yeah right yeah no there's a i think it's probably just a miscommunication or mistranslation or something um to me this feels like they're like all right we don't need to make any more of these because we have too many <laughs> yeah honestly specifically with gray maybe yeah. with the other colors like uh the neon yellow and red i don't think can you buy the mario reds here I don't think so. Don't just think by themselves. So. I think, I think so. it's just in Japan. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You can buy the double yellows for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. the arms ones, but mm. weird. So there's that. Um, it's a short article, but Disney we'll yellow find out what happens. So green online. <laughs> I I don't know if I've ever actually seen them in person, other than you know in stores at the like the boxes for them, but yeah. not the things themselves. Whatever. Um, that's it for the news, y'all. We got some comments to talk about from the videos that we made because we want to hear what you guys have to say, and we're going to chat about it. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, we your video's days. up first. But we switched days. Oh, we did switch days, so I guess mine first. Um, here, well, I'll just... There it is. Mine. Kablamo. So, uh, my video was on yeah just whether or not 2020 could still even considering all this stuff going on 2020 could still be a good year for nintendo i surmised very possibly so depending on what cards they play i don't know uh they gotta make sure that they have a karibo in their hand uh, a what a karibo because karibo can take away battle damage for one turn if you send it to the graveyard you know? So true. Oh, you're so right about that Yu-Gi-Oh reference that I totally got right away <laughs> bef- until you said graveyard. Once <laughs> you said that, I was like, okay, I get it. Um, cause, uh, yeah. Is it the only card game that has a graveyard? I think most other Magic times called, together I, not have a graveyard? I think they're just called discard piles for the oh. most part. Oh. There's probably I would, other... I would have thought that like, if anything had graveyard, it would have been Magic together. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I, I've only played it twice never, i think never played it both times so it was with mitch um he and because he plays a good amount and collects and stuff uh oh you that was just a nice way because he's in the nerds do you know he's in the oh yeah i mean he's totally <laughs> in the nerd stuff i mean it's and we have a grand old time um <laughs> he the the month after we went to pax he was planning on going to a equivalent thing but for magic the gathering uh, like a conference slash well i guess it's more of a not a tournament, but just like a, hey, we're all going to go and just play a bunch of magic. Yeah, rip, dude. Um, that didn't happen. That's crazy. Because like I was supposed to, like before PAX, there, uh-huh. so many things were piling up where it's like, I got to go here and I got to do that. Like I was supposed to do this thing for full sale. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to travel. <laughs> and it was like way before like we got put on. Freaking- yep. <sighs> yeah. It's so kind of crazy dude. to me that PAX <laughs> happened considering, yeah. you know, because like everything shut down pretty much immediately well not immediately well, after PAX. i don't know if it shut down but a lot of places yeah. were more so being like maybe don't yeah right exactly so it's it's crazy times but yeah 2020 we'll see and here's your comments first up from mega man 
said, I really feel something big is coming. Nintendo has normally been pretty open about what is coming out each year, and with the unknown of what is to come, I feel Nintendo want to do a big reveal. Sure, there most likely will be some ports to fill out uh, to come out to fill the gaps but with Mario's anniversary, Breath of the Wild 2, the potential of Metroid. Imagine that mid There is reveal. no potential for Metroid. I'm Zero. thinking Metroid Prime Unless Trilogy you're talking about the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, or the like 2D games that have been rumored. So it's, yeah, it's definitely not Metroid Prime 4, but yeah. something Metroid could happen. Um, especially, I think the trilogy like has a better yeah, the trilogy, shot now I can than see ever. That. The almost. trilogy, I can see that. There's no way. Zero percent, negative percent chance that we're getting Metroid Prime this year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But in a time of uncertainty, I just think they want to play their cards right. Hey, that's what we said. (laughs) Play their cards right and make sure they can at least try and hit some of the release date promises they would make. Yeah, because you would think that they're not even just thinking about, okay, how do we pad out this year? But Mm -hmm. what about next year? Because stuff is getting pushed back then, too. Yeah. Honestly, I think, yeah, the the point I made in my video that, I mean, it's a wild card, but like if I were Nintendo, it seems like they have stuff kind of in their back pocket more often than not, uh, you know, like they did with Yoshi and apparently Metroid Prime Trilogy, if that's really been done for as long as people say it's been done. Like, I, I'd imagine that they would want to finish up some things or use up some of those kind of, uh, I don't know, things that they've been waiting around for in this time because other things are going to get pushed back out. So, I mean, and maybe not, but that seems likely to me in any case. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, the Mario anniversary stuff also is a big question mark. Like if that's a big, they want it to be a big deal. So if it's them wanting it to be a big deal, but it's kind of lackluster. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if I really understand the, uh the public's consensus on that yeah uh because it doesn't seem like that would be something that people would be like oh a port you know (laughs) yeah uh because it's like those games have like most of them i would Mm -hmm. say no all of them have gotten to the point where it's like they're like legacy like they're the super mario worlds you know where it's like i want this on everything i own you know Uh um so for that and especially since they haven't really become that literally where mm-hmm. they're available on everything you own um I, I think that they would be embraced more than like a yeah. port of 3d world even you know mm-hmm. uh, For because sure. i think that's yeah. a last gen thing and it's like even though nobody owned this game it's still a port from last gen so uh port you know yeah i think that on the chart of people being excited to not excited or whatever and like what it actually is if they did like almost direct ports, like, like up res ports that were $60 for each individual game, then that would be the bottom of the barrel. People would be the most mad about that. And understandably so, because that's like really $60 for like exactly Mario 64, but up res, that would actually kind of suck. Mm-hmm. But um, on like the top end of that, if they if there are any kind of remakes at all, however, even if those are $60 each, but it's a remake, or if it's like remasters, but they bundle I think them together. Even if it's like a Wind Waker situation. Yeah, right. Where they changed up a little bit, but in the sense of remake, there's not really that much new in terms of right. like them remaking the game from the ground up. And a mm-hmm. lot of that is owed to like how good Wind Waker already looked and played. Yeah, right. So they didn't really have to do that much. 
mm-hmm. um, then possibly some of those games could like Mario Galaxy. I don't think they need to do that much to that game. Right. Yeah. I think they need to like do some redesigning if they want to remake Mario 64. Right. And Mario Sunshine. even. I think the challenge with Mario 64, because Mario Sunshine, I could almost see like an up res, better looking version of Mario Sunshine I or think Mario visually, Galaxy. Visually, they don't have to do that much for yeah. Mario Sunshine, but I meant gameplay wise. Yeah, Mario gameplay wise for Mario 64. Sunshine, they need as, to rework those. Like Mario 64, especially just content wise, I think would be a hard sell mm-hmm. um, if it didn't look a decent amount better uh, at you know a full $60 or whatever. But I'd, I'd still be excited to play it. But it would be... I think hopefully at least they're playing their cards right and they're being smart about it. So next comment from Doc Ido, kind of the opposite uh, thought process, but here we go. Said 2020 (laughs) is dead for Nintendo. Rib dude. (laughs) I've given them a pass. I've sorry. I've given them pass after pass, but I just don't care anymore. Also pretty typical. I I didn't figure out what part of the video he was referring to when I said this, I must've said that it's pretty typical that we know this much for the year or something at this point. I don't know. Probably. Something like that. But also pretty typical. That couldn't be more wrong. We always get our year slate in January. That's why that's people are true. so concerned does, about the Nintendo Direct route. Does he not realize that before these videos, we literally preference, okay, like preference with like, okay, what are these dates? We look up the dates for when the Direct announced what. Yeah. <laughs> so you have the date in front of you in your script. So it's like, or like in your outline or however you, you know, document your research. So for him to be like, no, like that, that's just revisionist (laughs) history on his part. Yeah. So then he finishes up, uh, this year started off bad and has only gotten worse. So kind of negative, um, if we're being honest, but yeah, I, I, okay. So (laughs) on one end, I don't fault people for thinking that the 2020 is going to be bad. Right. Oh no, totally. Yeah. I don't fault people for that, but I think his rationale for this comment and just the sentiment of it is like Mm, real crappy. (laughs) I want to say something else, but I can't on this (laughs) podcast. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, it's like, no, I disagree with that. And like, you just have rose-colored glasses for past years where mm-hmm. you thought you knew about Pokemon in January, but you mm-hmm. didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. like Or you thought you knew about Smash Brothers September the year before, but you yeah. didn't, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. No, I mean, there's been so many points. Any, anytime people are like, but when's the direct happening? Like that happened longer this year than other years for sure. Right. But every other year it's happened too. And so for us to... But I, but I think the thing about them being like, but when's the direct happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens in those directs when they're like, oh, we always get a January direct. Right. Our January, January directs usually don't amount to much. They're usually dedicated to one game mm-hmm. or something like that. It's yep. very rare. I mean, if we, we go back in history... January 2017 was the Switch reveal event. Yeah, so that was exactly. just different. Um, right. but and then they had you know, one other like general direct that was like, not even I a general. But it, it was, was the like, mini direct in 2018 was a January direct, but it was a Yeah, but direct. I don't even mean that. I mean like a like a Oh, I see what you mean. Like proper Ford direct. The last Nintendo. time, that, the only other time that we had like a substantial amount of announcements in January was another hardware thing when it was like the 2DS mm-hmm. or something. It was like either mm-hmm. 2DS or 2DS XL or something. Um, so yeah. of course they're going to try to have a lot of content to roll out with a hardware release. Uh, but now what do, what do they have? Especially now specifically in 2020. 
because you would have to think in yeah. January, like there's there it was this whole thing was on their radar in January. So they're like, yeah, maybe not, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I mean, I think overall, yeah, again, it's very fine to be disappointed with the year or even pessimistic about the year or whatever. Um, the exact we details too far. are a little off, so, yeah, but that's yeah. all right. You know, whatever. Um, next comment, this is from Bad Latency, who says, I think whether Nintendo will have a good year or not will depend on taste, honestly. I know people who think last year was mostly pretty bad, for example, while for me, it easily rivaled 2017. People are going to complain about the game lineup regardless. The Switch especially is getting a lot of great RPGs and great exclusive ones, but there are Nintendo fans, quote-unquote, who believe with a passion that they shouldn't even be on the system with the exception of Pokemon and Paper Mario games. These people have been grumbling more and more about how the Switch has nothing to play, but for me, there's a lot this year for, for me to look forward to, including some big exclusives. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yep. Um, especially since like my most played game on my switch by far by <laughs> far came out in 2018 and that's a year that a lot of people are like that year's not that great but eh, you know like yeah. eh. <laughs> you know so i think that for the most part like 2020 will be somebody's favorite year yeah you know i think even it's, with I the mean, stuff that we currently have announced right animal crossing is probably a good portion of switch owners game that that, that's the game that they got you know how i talked about before it was like when will people uh on the whole get a game that on switch is like okay this makes it worth it for me Mm -hmm. and i'm not always like looking for the next thing because i think Mm -hmm. i definitely reached that point with smash brothers where Mm -hmm. it's like just you know career-wise obviously i want them to continue announcing things but as a player of their games I don't care for Switch, you know? It's like, you don't have to announce yeah. literally anything else for the rest of this thing's life cycle. As long as Smash Brothers still works, yeah. I'm playing that, you know? And I'm down to play more things, obviously, as again, as a player. But, like, those will only last but so long in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I agree. I mean, I think especially the RPGs, you know, that he talked about there, that's, for me, that's a big thing. And, like, there's a million of them and they, you can play them forever. And if you're somebody who likes RPGs for the most part, um, I mean, I know like Justin, for example, has specific ones that he does and doesn't like because he's been with them for so long and I don't mm-hmm. have as much of a history with right. them. And so for me, like I'm still being introduced to more stuff. So mm-hmm. like there's definitely differences there. So you can't just blanket statement say, if you like RPGs, there's no, enough RPGs yeah, to yeah. go around, you right. know, but it, there's something to be said for that kind of a thing. Um, but I, I think it, bad latency, you're totally right. That like for some people, different years are just better or worse than other ones. And I think it's like you and I have talked about this, AJ, how like during certain directs, I'm watching it like partway for myself for and partway for just here's everybody. Right. Um, and so it's interesting because I think some people have like Mitch, for example, watches it 100% for just these are the games that I care about. Right. And I think that's probably most of how that's, people... That, I'd say that that's like 99% of people Yeah, watch people who aren't like Even just, people that make content, I think, watch it for them. Like, even, that was about the yep. name specific content. <laughs> so I'm not going to go there. But uh, unless yeah, it, mean, if it was like Bob or whatever, I would say yeah. Bob. But, but I think Bob... Mm-hmm. largely also watches it in a similar way to mm-hmm. how we watch it where it's like okay this is what i care about yeah but i think that this other these other things is, are going to like you know yeah. 
uh, appeal to a large portion of the Switch mm-hmm. fan base. So this was a good direct. For, yep. It may not have be, been for him, but it, he'll admit that it's a big direct. But I yep. think that most Switch YouTubers are like, I personally don't care about any of this, so it's a bad direct. And I'm going <laughs> to show you by making an angry face in my thumbnail and saying Nintendo screwed it again, you know? Yeah. Um, so... There's yeah. That. So I think that's, I mean, that's the thing. If there's stuff that you enjoy playing and have to play and have backlog or whatever, like, I feel like, you know, we judge too harshly on having a perfect, a 2017 or whatever, where it's like, it checks every single kind of box or whatever. But it is at the same time, you know, you do you care about what you want to care about? Who cares? But uh, I think just yeah, I, I don't get that, mad for the sake of getting mad. Like, I, guess. I, I think that the release, it, it just you need to realize that the release cadence of games is going to be different for every year. Yep. Like, there's no game other than I guess Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. that came out in 2017 and Mario Odyssey. Uh, that I'm like, okay, yeah, this is like a forever game, I want to continuously come back to this game. Mm-hmm. Most of the games I would say it came out in 2017 are largely forgettable. Yeah, I mean. Uh, so, Mario Kart, Splatoon 2. But Mario Kart came out in 2015. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Splatoon 2 people, is like that. That's like a game that once Splatoon 3 comes out, rip Splatoon 2, you know? Yeah. So, and also rip Splatoon 2 anyway, because there's like <laughs> people that still play that game, of course, but yeah. it's not like a game that like a large portion of people are still playing. Right. I mean, I know like I recommended it. I have brought up Mitch a lot in this podcast, uh, but I, re- I recommended it to him at some point. I was like, I don't know, maybe you'd like Splatoon. And he was like, I, if there's, if it's not like the thing right now, like I don't really want to play a game that's sort of dying. And I was like, that's pretty valid. Yeah. I'll think, you know, I, it's a weird, it's weird because like, I don't know if I would necessarily describe it as dying, Yeah, but it's definitely not nearly as active because it's, like mm-hmm. Splatoon used to be like with Splatfest and stuff like that. That was like the animal crossing where it's mm-hmm. like freaking the Easter event is happening. <laughs> Even though we all hate it, we all know it's happening and it's all <laughs> happening to all of us. You know, yeah. uh, that's what Splatfest where it's like, everybody was like, Oh shoot, I have that game. I'll play that. But mm-hmm. now that those aren't a thing that, happen anymore or are they like my aunt well yeah (laughs) yeah. but my aunt who's my age uh she that was her game like that was her smash brothers that's all Uh she played but now she plays overwatch and she doesn't play that game anymore yep actively uh and and freaking animal crossing of course yeah um but yeah like Split to, like all that to say, like split. I mean, twenty seventeen to some people is like that's the pinnacle of switch years, but like mm-hmm. to other people, it's like yeah, it was a good like starting mm-hmm. year. But I wouldn't like if twenty seventeen was all we ever got, mm-hmm. people wouldn't have been satisfied. There, yep. I don't think there were any games that like even Breath of the Wild. I don't think it's something that like that could be all you play for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's true. Uh, last comment this is from M five six seven DK. Yeah, rolls right off the tongue. I appreciate that. I'm pretty sure I've seen this this person before. (laughs) Well, thank you, M567DK. Um, Said, why can't the other video game companies learn from Nintendo and allow the creative teams enough time to polish and perfect the video game performance? I guess this was in reference to the, because I mentioned the Animal Crossing quote or whatever. Yeah. Um, So that whole thing. So I, I think it really just is mostly how their business model is and how their funds are set up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Nintendo knows that their games have really long tails because of that rationale, you know? 
mm-hmm. where it's like a, the better the game is, the better the game is going to sell. But nobody tested, uh, for lack of a better term, to see if that would be the case. So they're like, all right, the faster this game comes out, the faster we'll get our money because the game will be making mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's really just a matter of that. Sony is similar. Mm-hmm. They they have a, a, a similar thing, but like Nintendo is like, I think they're way more ride or die with yeah. their games where it's like we uh, Sony would be a lot quicker to close a studio mm-hmm. than Nintendo would. I think, I mean, the, I'm trying to think about Xbox or Microsoft and see if they have, yeah, that's definitely not the case. I think it wasn't the now, case. With, yes, I think now I specifically with like the new Phil Spencer vision and stuff yep. like that, they, they think like that now. Cause even as recently as crackdown three from, from everything I heard about it, it was like, it wasn't in the oven long enough. Um, mm-hmm. probably maybe even at some point they just kind of gave up or whatever yeah. on it. Um, but I mean, then again, like Forza and those kinds of games, like, I don't know, maybe some halos and stuff for sure. I don't know about the newest ones. People apparently don't like Halo five, I think, but for, for what it's worth, probably also the hardware companies that are making first party exclusives, like that kind of thing, um, would be more likely to do that because they don't have to hit deadlines in the same way. Like their yeah. money is coming just from games. Right. It, and I it's mean, not even, I don't, I don't even think it's necessarily that where it's like they're making money from their hardware. That's right. not what I think their rationale no, yeah. is. I think their rationale is like, we need to make a prestige piece. We need yes. to make a game that is the game that people say, this is why you buy this. Yep. You know, they want their Breath of the Wild yep. or their Wii Sports. They know? can't have, like, because Call of Duty, you know, is going to sell 20 million units in three weeks or whatever. I don't know. Right. It's not quite that much, but still, that kind of a thing. And like, even if it's a bad one, too late. People would have already bought it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Nintendo, Call of Duty, because exactly, Duty. yeah. And so like, that's just the way that those go. Um, so, and they, I think from what I hear, it sounds like they still do a pretty good job, you know, QAing it and all that kind of stuff. Um, otherwise, the longevity of the franchise would be bad, even if a specific game sells well but turns out poorly. You know, yeah. Because it's but, like people will come in droves for this one, and then because they came in droves and it's bad, they're not yeah. going to come in droves the next time because it's like yeah, the last time. But Nintendo this, or Sony or whatever has to like they're going to sell this game to sell consoles, and then they want that conversation to keep going for as long as yeah. possible. The timing doesn't matter nearly as much for Nintendo and PlayStation mm-hmm. because since they control the messaging of their platform, and mm-hmm. because like. Uh, inherently because they make games and they have a platform their games are tied to their platforms Mm -hmm. uh through marketing and stuff like that so even if a game has to come out march instead of hitting holiday it will be a holiday game the next year you know i mean that said still though like it would be nice if other companies did it as well (laughs) i think fully agreement there like i think that's the reason all those things that you and I said are the reason why it is the way it is, but I do. It would be better. It would be better if, if they did it too, you know, like, um, yeah, if just developers and publishers that weren't software hardware. Yeah, man. Imagine if developers just like all made sure that their games were really good. Yeah. I mean, and like crunch and that kind of thing too. It's yeah. Yeah. It sucks, you know, but it is where we are. Um, but that's about it for my video. Any last thoughts? What are your expectations out of 10 for 2020? Do you like, 
Um, pessimistic, optimistic. Like, I'm is it going to be a seven out of ten? Or for me personally, I'm for sure. Who cares? A solid seven, dude. Solid seven. Because, <laughs> like, as far as like games that are currently announced, I don't really care. Like, I'll yeah. probably play freaking Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely play Xenoblade. I should say uh, because. I don't know. You'll probably be the one to make a video about it, but who knows? Maybe I'll think of a video. Um, I want to play Ninjala, but that's not Nintendo. I mean, it's on Switch, obviously. Mm -hmm. I want to play that. Um, I don't know. I'm going to make a video about it. I'll figure out more of like how much (laughs) more I care about this game when I make this video. Yep. Uh, Because there's a lot of information. Oh yeah, that's this week. Yeah, I'm. That's going to be my next video. Um, We switch. Do we switch days for that? Because. I don't know because it's on Tuesday and Wednesday. I think that the demo's up. Is it? I thought it was. I thought it was like after that. Because I was just it's the twenty eighth and 29th. I'm checking what days those are, um, which is weird to me. Like, why? Yeah, that's Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, maybe we switch these. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Look at that. Plan it on the air. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, um, but yeah, I was just, cause I was just going to go off of the information that we already had, but if I can go off of information and actually get gameplay, uh, that'd be better. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that game. Uh, I'll animal crossing, like I said, already exists and I already love this game and I already put freaking what a hundred hours into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's already the equivalent of like their holiday game. It just didn't come out during holiday. So right. even if they don't have a huge holiday game, mm-hmm. they had a huge holiday game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so just off the merits of like what already exists and Smash Brothers DLC, we don't want to at least get in like the arms fighter, you know, in the Pokemon mm-hmm. DLC. I'm down, dude. Like I'm, I'm completely satisfied. Uh, I can't give it like an eight, nine or 10 because I feel like that's like, you knocked it out of the park, man, because there, there isn't nothing huge that's new. That's not already out. Yeah. Um, but I at think that we know about still, so far. Yeah. But I think the year is still pretty solid. It's still a passable mm-hmm. year just with what we know about to me. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'd say like 7, 7.5, something like that. Just It's going to be a good year. Also, it helps that I have a solid backlog of games. So worst comes to worst, I'll still have had a good time with my Switch this year. And Um, I think that's another big part of it. I mean, it's helped along a little bit by the fact that a lot of 2020 is going to be like continuing to give me more reasons to want to play Smash Brothers. (laughs) But we both have reasons to play our Switch that are removed from new reasons to play Mm -hmm. our Switch. You know, Yeah, exactly. So. Good stuff. All right. Now we got comments from your video, uh, which yeah. also encapsulates. There was actually a lot of news this week, I guess. There was um, so much news. <laughs> and luckily, we and it's, it's funny because it's like the week before last week, we were like, man, we're probably not, it's not going to be a lot of news and we're going to yeah. have to like get creative and stuff. We'll wait, so on the podcast. actually, let's, let's get into this real quick now. I mean, unless I haven't read your comments, so maybe something talks about this, but like without talking even specifically about these updates, what does it mean to you that we got these updates in the first place? You know, and like the rollout of these. Well, so for example, is it that Nintendo is like, well, I mean, with the Mario Maker one, I think. You, you think it's like, oh, we don't have anything else. So like, you know. Or throw, it's like maybe the there would have been something going on now. They had to, the March Direct was later than they wanted it to be. Yeah. And so this I, is like. God, here's this stuff, whatever. I think that's the reason why I titled the video like I did, because it Mm -hmm. was just the easiest way to summarize how I feel about that. Because (laughs) I think that on some ends, like Animal Crossing is business as usual and like how they plan to release it. But Mario Maker 2 specifically definitely feels like they're like, oh my God, we can't do this. Yeah, right. We can't do what we wanted to do. So let's 
like, you know, throw everything together as, as neatly as we possibly can and release it as is. I do wonder when they just would have like, when that conversation would have happened, because obviously it would have had to happen a little while ago. I think that it probably happened before the game even came out, honestly. Oh, it's like the super, there's like Super Mario Land stuff in the game. Yeah. From launch. And you would think that since they had the extra game mode or extra game styles or whatever Hmm. uh, tile in there, uh, that that would be like one of them because that's like a gimme. Yeah. Uh, and then they did it again with the freaking mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. 2. Uh, yep. Because obviously that one, if they... Right. I, I think the whole... That Imran Khan tweet was really interesting and, and like checks out to me in any case that they planned on doing Super Mario 2, Super Mario Bros. 2 as a game style. All of that makes sense. And then they were like, we just can't. Like yeah. for whatever reason... Um, because they had to move that team over to something else because the game wasn't selling the same way they thought it would because whatever. Because like this, the game did sell a lot and they've talked, like I think yeah, everybody did well, said but that. It's, it's not a Mario game. Like, and it's uh, not continuing to sell well, I don't think. In yeah. the, I think it was like, which like doing follow-up DLC, you probably need a certain amount of like continued sales anyway yeah. to piggyback and off. It of. seems like it sold about as well as the original Mario Maker did. And yeah. it, in my mind, that's a failure. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like it's it's in a way better position than that game, just by virtue of the fact that it's on Switch. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, like before the game came out, me and Bob had a lot of discussions about him, him being like, no, this is going to be like the Mario game and everybody's yeah. going to love this game because 2D mm-hmm. Mario games sell more. And yeah. I was talking about how I think that the value is different. Even if it's like uh, from the mind of somebody that loves Mario, like Bob, mm-hmm. um, that sees it very much so as a 2D Mario game that's just endless. Most people, just because the game's called Mario Maker, they see the game as something that they had to make levels and they don't Uh really want to get into doing all that and yada, yada, yada. And also, Um, like, there's something to be said. I think the world update is is great. Would have been great if that were at launch because that is more palatable than finding one-off levels or doing endless, which is like, Eh, you can't really control that quite as well. And like the fact that in normal, you only start out with five lives, a bunch of stuff about that. Like the playing part of it, I don't think was ever quite as just easy to just get into and be like, I'm just going to play some stuff outside of yeah. the single player content. And as a player, it feels kind of miserable, you know, unless yeah. you're like really active in that community so that you know what's good and what's not yeah because so much stuff is not yeah right (laughs) so like i don't even think that i I wouldn't even unless it was somebody that was like super savvy and they knew where to find all these things and like Mm -hmm. man i know what's up i know what's hot on this game uh (laughs) like i wouldn't recommend it to anybody that's just a player um and i would like the only person that i would be like yeah definitely get this game is the type of person that wants to create levels and feels Mm -hmm. like mario maker 2 would be their one game yeah. because like for me if mario maker 2 was the only game i had and like i was just a player i would be so down dude because i love <laughs> making levels but i don't feel like like being me you know yeah right. i don't feel like i have the bandwidth to play the game the way i want to play the game yeah yeah i mean and honestly like even from a content creation side of like watching people play it this game had a challenge compared to older 
or compared to the original where the original like YouTubers that did let's plays of Mario maker had the a hundred life challenge where it's like, this yeah. is, it has a built-in arc where it's like mm-hmm. either I, I make it or I don't, mm-hmm. we'll find out what happens. Whereas now it's the end, it was the endless mode, um, which doesn't have that arc by default. Like it, it kind of ends up having it where like, if you're watching it or whatever, um, eventually they die, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like rewarding to, they have to self-impose like our, my goal is to get to this level. And a lot of them will just be like, I want to make it to eight, like beat eight levels within this number of lives or something like that. Um, and I think the world map thing is what can do that and like have a built in arc or whatever, but it's kind of too little too late at this point. Like you said in your video, like a lot of people said, um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Cause it's like, just looking at this podcast, we were so freaking amped for this game. Yeah, I know. And like, even like immediately after it came out, we we're like, yeah, man, like this is something we can come back to a lot and like play people's levels and stuff like that. But it just kind of petered out. Yeah. I mean, and it really is weird to me that they didn't do the Animal Crossing rollout of content. I mean, I yeah. guess maybe they, because looking at the animal crossing new content that's coming out right now for may and all that stuff those are pretty substantial to where like those feel almost comparable to not to the amount of things that came to, out here. to the amount of things in not maybe this one but the first update mm-hmm. with zelda or like because it was it was link and like a couple of boys it feels kind of comparable to that so like maybe it was that they didn't want to have small updates, but they should have had small updates. I think would have yeah, just been better. If this is all they had. And it's just weird because it's yeah. like their phrasing has people like somebody in the comments was like, I, I don't think enough people are realizing that they said last major update. And I said it multiple times in my video. Mm-hmm. I was like, I realized that they said last major update, but that feels like marketing speak, you know, yeah. where it's like, we still reserve the right to release something if we want to. Yeah. But when you think, that if they were like, we're going to add another game style, even if that's the only thing that they do, I would think yeah. that that categorizes it as a major update, yeah, even if sure. that's all they did. I mean, at this point, the most I could expect is some of the, is like a couple items, maybe, maybe yeah. a power up, maybe an enemy, those kinds of things. A little I bit think, of that. I think that or is patches and probably yeah. I think patches. that <laughs> is the best case scenario. Yeah. Is like a skin. I mean, like a like a, a power up here and there. Maybe yeah. like some type of like thing to, uh, to make mm-hmm. your levels uh, like platforming more yeah. interesting. But we haven't even another. gotten. But we um, didn't get that, you know, before. So like, what's yeah. to say we would get it now? Exactly. But um, I think it's way more likely that we're going to get patches, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't see them really like updating this game in any yep. meaningful way beyond now. And that's sad because it's like the type of game that they could have updated for forever if they I think wanted to. The thing that sucks is that what makes or breaks this game specifically and some other one, it, like most of the like online parts of Splatoon or um, Smash Bros or something like that is the community. Yeah. And that's the thing that they kind of failed at with this game. Cause like the core part of, like just the game itself is great. And like, they did a great job of making it and stuff, but like keeping the community involved, engaged and like interested to come back to it. And more people, the more people come back to something, the more people will be like, ah, maybe I'll go ahead and give it a shot, you know? But yeah. And then it's like, just like the pacing just seems so off because there's so many things like we keep calling the last update, the boy Zelda update. (laughs) They added more than what, 
they added more than Boy Zelda. Yeah. In the update. But they didn't have to. Yeah. They literally and then, like, could have just added Boy Zelda and everybody yeah. would and, like, and stuff, it, like I barely even remember they had um the uh snow thing no they already had yeah. some, they added snowballs they, it was like, they added like snowballs and stuff like that. Uh, and they had the um uh those that's guys. sad we can't even remember everything that they added I, that's what i'm saying like that's bad like they you so, know that's the whole it's yeah. all in how they compiled it yeah because even if they didn't plan like i brought up in my video that maybe they had some sort of like odyssey style because they have mm-hmm. like the the goomba mask right, and the yeah. bullet bill mask which is very odyssey like you know it even is. if that wasn't their intention they could have that could have been an update you know where it's like the mario odyssey update or yeah, whatever right. it's just those two uh you know uh, mm-hmm. power-ups or just the boys on the update or just the world which they call this the world maker update but it has more than that so it yeah. feels like they just had certain updates planned and then also they wanted to do like the you know like the new skins and like up, i mean the new styles and then update the styles that they already had in the game and stuff like that but that plan got thrown out the window so they had to like you know throw in the the additional stuff that they had planned for those updates mm-hmm. that were concise and made sense into yeah. everything else right um and it's just like it just doesn't really work because like when the update first came out for the world maker thing it was like me and bob were streaming animal crossing and it was like well i gotta play that and then he started playing that and i'm like but like what's really the point because nobody's going to have anything that matters you know yeah, like the right, update yeah. just came out but it's way more likely for people to have stuff that's substantial if all you gave them was like a, a concise package mm-hmm. of like this is something that you can design around mm-hmm. and they could still be unique because they still have all the other tools in the game right, yeah. to add and incorporate with the new thing but yeah. to give them so many disparate new things that aren't even all in the same game style uh-huh. it's just like you know like it's going to take months for people to like really uh get the most out of that mm-hmm. and that's cool uh for people that are that active with the game but the problem is most people won't be so like the amount of time that it'll take for them to get the most out of this specific update is way longer than most people will continue to play this game yeah i mean like imagine if animal crossing all the things that they announced in this most recent video if they were like that's all coming may 23rd at the same time like that's bad like yeah and then it's like if red doesn't show up on your island on may 23rd i guess you're just not going to see him dude sorry about it you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, so it's it's crazy let's talk about your comments now because we'll i mean we'll keep talking about some of this stuff but uh anil lahuja i probably said your name wrong i apologize you said said, anil right i know that much cool yeah job done i said whoa i love that you were able to split the video into sections good update youtube yeah that was a new thing i was going to tell you that uh for your video to like because like i don't know exactly how you script but when i script i do that anyway where i was like this is the part where i'm going to talk about this uh-huh. <laughs> and a lot of times like before i even write the script i'll like say okay this mm-hmm. is the title of the video and i want to talk about this and this and this and this mm-hmm. so it was like just natural to be like okay well this is the part of the script that i'm talking about this very specific thing what time does that start at and then put the time goes there because youtube categorizes it and it's like broken up on the oh. on the playhead and also it's like um on a metadata end for google it's broken up and like the video is associated on an seo level with whatever the timestamps are hmm. so that could help 
with discoverability too. So yep. I would say when you're editing and scripting your video, yep. uh, keep that in mind. Because most of, I mean, depending on what the topic is, sometimes it's like not going to make sense to do that. But most of the time, that's kind of how mine works. Yeah, and like, it's like, even if the video has like three distinct things or two distinct things yeah. or whatever, there's always going to be some part of it that's like, this yeah. is the intro. This uh -huh. is when I talk about this one thing. This mm -hmm. is when I talk about the other thing I talk about. And here's the end of the video. Even if yeah. it's four timestamps, it's better than... Yeah, nothing. more often than not, I'll have at least like the past of looking yeah. back on something, 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 and then right. looking forward on something, 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 yeah. just because that's how my brain easiest, works. It's, it's the easiest way to like associate the video with something that you talk about mm -hmm. within the video that isn't easily added to like the description. Yeah. Uh, because if you put it in the text, like say you talk about uh, like your videos about Xenoblade Chronicles, but then mm -hmm. you also uh, talk about like the, the, um, connection that it has with like, I don't know, Dragon Quest or something, yeah. right? Uh, putting that in the description would feel kind of random because it's yeah. like a, a tangent almost in the video. Mm -hmm. But putting it in the video's metadata of like, this is the part where I talk about Dragon Quest would make it a lot you know, more natural and easier to associate with the video on an SEO level. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool, yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Good comment, Anil. Uh, Angelo Matei says, I don't like that at first they tell us to wait for all the awesome updates so people start thinking and dreaming of all the content and then the end, they just add a couple of things. Yeah, it kind of feels like with the pacing of this. Is it, and do, you think, do you think that's for Animal Crossing or Mario Maker? It's for Mario Maker. Okay, I'm gotcha. almost positive. Um, but they, like for, or just maybe in general how they feel mm -hmm. about Nintendo updates. But I mean, it's too early on to say yeah. that about yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, but it feels like every update that came out because we had the precedent of the original Mario Maker, they're yeah. like, it's like, whoa, imagine how much they'll do. That's like, like we even had topics mm -hmm. like that with like the Master Sword. We're like, yeah. whoa, what if they put the freaking like, uh, like Samus or you know, like Samus and suit and like yeah. that sort of stuff in Mario Maker. And they're like, nah, just the Master Sword. And that's it. <laughs> you know? The, like, I mean, the thing for me too is like, I, not only comparing to the original, but also just where they are in general with DLC with games. Right. Like thinking of just comparing to Splatoon and other things that it seems like they would have learned from since then as well, just compounds on top of the original as well. Yeah, because so like, almost every time they do something with content, they're like mm -hmm. gesturing towards something else. And usually the, they follow through. But yeah. this game, they didn't. Here's... I. Going back, I would have to read back up on stuff. I don't know that they ever actually said, and we'll have a bunch of updates in the future with this game. I feel like that was yeah, something we assumed, they but they ever actually said. Right, right, right. I'm pretty sure they didn't because yeah. they didn't with the first game. But when the first game came out and they did that, we're like, yeah. oh, okay, this is the type of game that this is. Right. I wonder if maybe with the first game. And I think, actually, now that I think about it, they might have they said it, like not in like marketing, Right. But like that would have been one of the games I'd assume that like, you know, how like Kimishima was like, mm -hmm. yeah, we have these like stable of blockbuster IP that mm -hmm. we've released and we want to continue to support them with DLC and like yeah. updates and stuff like that. Um, you'd assume that Mario Maker was like a part of that. If he yeah. did not mention it like specifically, it was implied. <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't remember what I was going to say, but something along those lines in any case, just it's weird how they're doing it's DLC. Weird. It's very weird. I'm disappointed in Mario. <laughs> it makes me sad. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I still very much enjoy watching Let's Play type stuff. It's super easy 
content to just put on and like this people that we watch, like Ashley enjoys them as well. So it's just fun, easy stuff to have in the background, but I can tell that they're already getting up until this update, especially that they're getting burnt out on it. Um, compared to how quickly they were with the original. Oh, I remember what I was going to say before too, is that I wonder if with the updates for the original, they thought they were kind of like finishing the product or whatever, like adding in more things. So it's like, and here's a complete Mario maker by the end of the updates. Whereas with the second one, maybe if their mentality was like, all right, we'll just go ahead and mostly get everything finished right at the get go. Then like, you know, it felt like with the original Mario Maker, initially they were doing a very un-Nintendo. And that's why I think that so many people are disappointed with this. Yeah. Is because they were like addressing problems that everybody had. Yeah. Where right. they were like, where are the checkpoints, man? I want checkpoints. And a week later, Nintendo's like, we got you, dude. Checkpoints right yep. up there. Got it. You know? Uh-huh. And then they like had multiple updates that were like that. And they were yep. all like timely, you know? Whenever people Which I mean, like, like, it'd be cool if yeah. this was in the game. And then two weeks later, it was there, you know? Which is funny, because, yeah, like, one of the complaints that people have had for the longest time is there's a start over button, but there's not a restart from checkpoint button. So mm-hmm. it's really easy. If somebody doesn't design a level well or designs a level so that there's a purposeful soft lock somewhere, you could get to a point where you're like, I have a checkpoint, there's 450 seconds left on the clock, but I'm somewhere where I can't kill myself and I'm stuck. And mm-hmm. so, like... But you either have to hit start over and lose the checkpoint or just wait 450 seconds, which is lame and awful. So, um, but that's a, like an issue that they just like haven't bothered to fix. So, yeah. And I mean, this is like kind of a tangent, but did you see that um, Fix Ultimate Online was trending yesterday? No. Fix Ultimate Online was trending yesterday. Cool. Because Zero, you know, Oh, Zero I did see. Yeah, yeah, I saw him. I like. I saw that it. tweet. So yeah, okay. Uh, I saw that then. But uh, but yeah, he. Everybody's like, yeah, fixed it because like because of the quarantine and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, all the Smash Brothers tournaments are like moving to online, and everybody's like, man, this sucks, dude. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. people always knew that the freaking Smash Brothers online experience, especially compared to local, like any fighting game, honestly, yeah. uh, is not great. But yeah. Ultimate specifically with a lot of ways that it's designed is like bad because they have like a buffer system, which means like you do an input and then you can do an input while you're doing that other, while your character's doing that other input. So say I forward smash and while my forward smash animation is coming out, I can press forward smash again. And by the time that other animation stops, if I'm holding forward smash, my next forward smash will immediately start. And because of how lag works, uh-huh. sometimes it'll buffer stuff. So does it does it skip the first forward smash or does it double no, forward smash? It'll do the first forward smash and it'll oh. finish that animation. And immediately after that animation stops, as when you are only trying to tell it to do one in the first place, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, right. there's people that understand the buffer system locally, and they'll intentionally say, "Okay, I want to forward smash," and then to cover a roll or whatever, because I know that they're going to try to roll behind me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll down smash, you know, yeah. uh, and they'll buffer that. So it has like intentional uses, but mm-hmm. because of how online works, you'll put in certain inputs, and the buffer system will catch on to inputs that you didn't mean to do. Yeah. So like, say I didn't mean to buffer a forward smash, but it thought that I was trying to forward smash when I was trying to dash attack to the other side. Yeah. It'll buffer a forward smash. Cause it's like, well, you pressed over an A. I might've not got the timing right, but I got the buttons right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I think that uh, 
for Mario Maker specifically, they still haven't even addressed that. Like yeah. online for Smash Brothers is like this whole thing that's like, man, this is terrible and unplayable and stuff like that. But Smash Brothers, and compared to Mario Maker, it's way more playable. It's yeah. a whole nother, it's a whole nother, it's like Atari compared to like freaking Super Nintendo and playability. <laughs> the uh, only times, honestly, that it seems like the online Mario Maker turns out fine is if you get to the like, s plus ranking or whatever because all the other people there for the most part are people that also care about it and have decent connections so but even then i'll still see yeah i think that people that, have like, somewhere it's like oh that's but everything yeah, else like even in that scenario i think it's i think that's pretty one-to-one but worse in the comparison of mario maker with yeah. smash brothers because like once you're on elite smash there's a lot of people that Mm-hmm. have really good connections but also there's people on the other end of the spectrum that use their bad connections to their advantage yeah so it's like <laughs> like you know? networking using your bad neck connections to your advantage yeah man it's, yeah, it sucks dude <laughs> yeah uh here we'll keep going with the next comment uh hartman says i do wish mario maker 2 handled their content updates better to encourage and maintain interest but on a personal level i absolutely love the new stuff and it's inspired me to start working with my own uh, yeah, to start working on my own super world. Undertaking that kind of project so far has been the most fun I've had with creating in a long time. The mindset going into creating an actual Mario game versus isolated Mario levels is super refreshing and makes one-ups and coins actually feel important again, something that always bothered me a lot with the franchise, but I'm grateful is now rectified. Good yeah, thoughts. I agree with this. And there's a lot of stuff in these updates that I feel like that about where it's like, this is a great addition, but yeah. it all gets lost in the shuffle, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because of how they paste it. And specifically this, this is something that I've wanted since before the game came out since freaking before Mario maker one came out. Yeah. Uh, I've wanted this. Um, I think, I mean, thinking about the one-ups and stuff too, and coins as well, is the only place where they have meant something before is in endless mode, where you can't really control the true worth of those, because you don't even know, like, is this going to be an an expert or super expert, or easy or normal? Like, you kind of know, you know, like, if you make a really easy level, you know, but um, you can't, it's pretty much throwing a bone to the player for playing that level, Whereas now it's actually like, I know that having these three extra lives is actually going to be helpful for this next level because like we're, or like in another level, if it's really easy, it's like, ah, you don't really have to worry about it. So, you know, those yeah. kinds of things and caring about that. And there's stuff like that, that, uh, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I wish that they changed how this mode worked <laughs> because yeah. like, no matter what with super mode, like you start with what, 30 lives, you can change it from the beginning. So you can set it, uh, from one to 99 to start. Okay. So the, the, the creator of the world can set how many lives you have. Yep. Okay. 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 That's better. But what I was going to say is I think that there should be some sort of incentive to keep your clear rate in a certain, you know, like, um, Mm -hmm. threshold. So like people that want their levels to be high harder or whatever Mm -hmm. would set their lives higher. And then people that want their levels to be more average, you know, like they try to get it, to lower amount of right because like i could see that pretty much what you're saying is that like a lot of There's times a, like one of worlds don't mean anything if i start a like for the people mm-hmm. that have like closer rationales to like me when they're making yeah. a mario level and they want it to be like i want this to stand like shoulder to shoulder with other mario levels yeah um they would want their lives to mean something right mm-hmm. where it's like okay you start if you start out with 30 lives and my level is supposed to challenge you, but not make you want to pull your face off your face, 
Uh, <laughs> yep. Like that's exactly. The one. Yep. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to give you like a good amount of lives, but not too many. Right. You know. Whereas like somebody that wants their lo- their levels to be like feel really hard, unless they, they kind of want to like use that arcade rationale, they're going to mm-hmm. want to give you more lives than what I would give you because right. then it feels like uh, you can make progress, but like. Mm-hmm. not feel punished for trying to do it because with levels yeah. like that, when it's like these really hard levels, you need to die to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, also the thing for what it's worth, the levels also can be accessed through the regular course world. Yeah. So you could just go to the, and like, I don't know, I kind of feel like that almost makes it less good. And so I think it's, it's good that it's there as options, but like, that means if I was really having trouble with this one level on this player, you know, on a you could just super like grind world. it out. I could just grind it. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like nothing really means anything. But I mean, right. the same's true for a lot of things. So it, that's, that's not a big I, deal. I just think like on on the whole, they should like mm-hmm. you know not police it, but like right. reward people for mm-hmm. having good ratios and yeah. not just like man, my levels are so hard when it's yeah. like really your levels aren't hard, but you just give like an unreasonable amount of lives in one yeah. direction or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Overall, I I didn't mention by the way. I do think the content is really cool. Um, the the world maker Just stuff is, thing. yeah. I mean, exactly. The pacing for how they did all this stuff sucks. But um, yeah, the world maker is super cool. That's it's really exciting to not have to think about like I want to tell a whole story within one level, but. Instead, I could tell a whole story within one world, within yeah. a whole... It's like, it's like what Bob said. Like, you played Bob's level, the you killed my son or whatever. Uh, no. Well, he made a his level newest called, one? I did not. No, it's... I mean, his... Oh, the old one. The old oh, okay, level yeah, yeah. he ever made. Yes. Uh, <laughs> called You Killed My Son. And he's like, well, I'm going to make a whole, like, plot. He, yeah. like, wants to make, like, a John Wick uh, situation. Uh, <laughs> and, I, I mean, even with that, it's fun because you could have a nothing level as well. You know, like you could have the first level be just literally you can't die, you know, or whatever. Like all that happens is Yoshi dies and that's it. And then you get to the end of the level. And it's like, Oh, that's sucks. But then whereas like in a real thing. Yeah. That would be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But also it sucks because like, you can't really do that to my understanding. Like, can you have levels that are just in super worlds and not, and no, but like, rotation? at least people will understand like, oh, okay, that's just a level from Superworld. Um, I mean, will they, you know? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there's because levels so that, many there's, new levels are just levels, called... There are levels that are just levels, right? Yeah, right. Um, and then, the, like, they'll have them so that they're set up with other things. And you won't know that unless you play the other... Like, Bob played a level today, or th- this week, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was uh, called World One One, and we're like, yeah. "What?" And he assumed that it was like a World One One clone, and then uh-huh. at the end, we're like, "Oh, that's the World Maker thing." But yeah. for people that aren't as in tuned as we are, they're not necessarily going to think yeah. like that. You know? I think eventually it'll be generally understood. The people that stick around with it will just know, like, depending on what the title is, if it's like One One or like First Level or something like that. Probably that's you know the their world one one but yeah same i mean still it's- oh and the other thing that i was going to say that I, that we have up, so much to say on this <laughs> that I, I know that i like lost on it um was they they're not even good with doing that with like multiplayer levels like multiplayer levels and single player levels are in the same pot mm-hmm. so like you'll play levels and multiplayer that just don't work they're definitely from what i'll say they're 
uh, it seems like it's better now than it used to be where like now um, as time has gone on, there's more multiplayer based levels in multiplayer. Whereas at the beginning, especially that wasn't the case. And like, I don't feel like I see people having to I run feel like into every time I watch Bob play this game, who is literally the only person I watch play this game ever. Uh-huh. I don't even play this game. I just <laughs> once in a while, see Bob play this game. Uh-huh. And he always runs into at least one level that is like terribly designed for multiplayer, but it's yeah. still in the rotation for multiplayer. Yep. Yeah, it definitely seems like... And mind you, this is Bob. This is somebody that's like playing this game and he's not like tearing through levels. So he probably play like 10 levels throughout this whole three-hour stream. And at least one of those levels is like (laughs) in multiplayer, but it's not designed for multiplayer. Yep. So it's it's interesting. So uh, next comment, let's keep going. Daniel uh, Adiodato Adiodato said, Mario Maker 2 is still one of my favorite games on Switch and I loved this update but I feel sad that this update will probably be the last one. I'm sure that the actual content is enough to, for me to play for more years to come, but I wanted that. Uh, I wanted for more people to get to play and like Mario Maker 2 and edit. I forgot to say that update to Animal Crossing New Horizons was awesome. Yeah, I feel like Mario Maker 2 is very much so a zeitgeist game. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they kind of dropped the ball on keeping Mario Maker 2 in the general zeitgeist, it kind of mm-hmm. like lost yeah. a lot of its appeal for most people. Yep. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and it's such, I mean, I've talked a bunch of times about how like I'll watch Mario Maker players and stuff. It's such an easy game to watch and not play. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, um, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we made a video before it came out, like, will Mario Maker 2 destroy 2d mario games or like render those useless it won't you know pretty much because like (laughs) there's something to be said for this is a crafted difficulty curve that i can anticipate and expect Mm -hmm. and like every level is meticulously created and stuff like that so that you know i could have this experience and not have to think too much about it outside of how to play this level so the only um, way mario maker could ever kill mario is if nintendo wanted it to and it was like a thing because that would have to be a heavy like curation algorithm situation. Yeah. Where it's like we know that these levels are the levels that you're gonna like. Yep. And, and yeah, I mean, and keep you. They create one a week or something like that, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, that they promote other people's levels and stuff like that. Because yeah, otherwise it's just kind of it's a free for all, but a free for all with some really really great content. A lot of also garbage because people are just going to be bad yeah. at making things. That's and normal. like every time I talk about Mario Maker, I talk about how like freaking 0.0001% of people actually playing Mario Maker are going to mm-hmm. make good levels. Right. Because like already as it is, 0.1% of people playing Mario Maker uh-huh. are making levels at all. And mm-hmm. most people's levels are going to suck. And also the people that are the best creators typically end up being more like either Kaizo creators, mm-hmm. which is like they're super good at it, but they're really hard levels and on mm-hmm. purpose, you know, like that's right. the point of it. Like, and it's stuff that you and I would not be able to beat in a lot of, it would take a long time to beat. Yeah, one it, it's, it, those are definitely like perseverance. And that's yeah. like, those are like the levels that I don't really like, not because like, like they don't really feel skill-based to me. They mm. feel muscle memory based where it's like, I need to learn the exact points of this level. Uh, mm-hmm. e- even like the best Mario players in the world wouldn't be able to like play that level one time mm-hmm. and beat it. I think there's, 
It depends again on the creator. Cause some of them are, there's also like language that's developed now throughout that whole community where like, if you see certain, uh, like if you see the lines like that, it means like throw a shell here and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. To where but like, even then that's, I, I think that that's akin to not playing the level one time, you know, cause it's like, it's kind of like how Nintendo has like, uh, even though like, I think their language is more intuitive and it's not mm-hmm. of like, right. I have to see this level from this other creator that's similar mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you, ha- you have to learn the gimmick one mm-hmm. way or another. Like, I, I just mean like go completely blind into like a right, Kaiser yeah. Mario star style level just as like a competent Mario player. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to like immediately beat it. You might be able to like catch on and say, oh, I'm supposed to do this here. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and then, that's like, hundred- going- exactly. And it's going to take you a few times to get the muscle memory down of like, oh, okay, well, that's how that works, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas like with a Nintendo level uh, and just like a like well-designed level by any developer, yeah. Like it's possible if you're good at the game and you understand the mechanic or just understand platformers in general, mm-hmm. you can play through a level reasonably well, having only seen it once or j- going through it blind. Yeah. But these like the whole appeal is like, you kind of can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely say the best players still can, but it's like, that's not, that's not even the point, you know, like it's, yeah, it's definitely about learning the level and doing stuff. That's like, Oh, that's cool that that item does this with that. And like, it's going to be hard, but here we go. So yeah, it's, it's a different mentality for sure than normal Mario stuff, which is what, you know, 2d Mario, the reason it sells so well is because it's accessible to everybody, you know? So yeah. whereas the point, and of even the if it's, stuff not is it's not something that's like super, cause like even regular Mario levels, uh-huh. the general public is not going to beat yeah, every right. level on their first try. Most right, people sure. get at least one game over when they're playing uh-huh. this game or these games. Uh, but mm-hmm. with these Kaizo Mario levels, even the really good guys, if they only got three lives, they would hit game overs. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, it's crazy stuff. Uh, last comment from your video is Son Yult says, I'm just being patient and waiting for an update. I'm actually going to care about Button remapping is great and all, but I don't... Oh, this is obviously... Whatever. He's talking about the OS. Yeah, exactly. Button remapping is great and all, but I don't really care about it since my muscle memory is used to the default button layout. All I really want is themes and background music. I know this has been stated before and some people are annoyed by it, but it's my opinion. But this is my opinion on the matter. As for Mario Maker 2, I don't have the game, so I can't get excited for it. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think that, like, that's valid. Uh, but for me, I don't care. I'm, I'm on the opposite. I'm the opposite end of you on this, yeah. uh, as far as like the updates and stuff. Like I, I know a lot of people want themes and backgrounds and stuff like that, but like at best, I mean, there's no, I'm not setting background music at all. Like if they, if they yeah. release background music, it's not happening because that will annoy me. Even if I love the song, it'll, I'll eventually not love it, yeah. you know, or whatever I set the background music to. Um, and themes like I'm at best, I'll get one theme and it's like, okay, this is going to be the theme on my switch for the rest mm-hmm. of its life. Yep. And I'm done. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, for like, me, it's, I think, you know, it's a question of utility for, uh, for some people too, where like button remapping yeah. for you is useful for right. me outside of like NES games, maybe probably not specifically useful, but maybe there'll be specific cases where it's useful. Um, but then like folders would be useful. And that's why I want them. But that's yeah, it. I know? get that. But that's not what I'm saying. Like he said, yeah, right, right, right. He said yes, themes yes. and background music. Mm-hmm. I think folders can be useful, even for me. 
But mm-hmm. I think things like themes and background music are eh. where it's like aesthetic things. Yeah, it's like eh, whatever. You know, but again, like, I mean, I think the the whole personal preference thing, like yeah. like you both said, it's a good like it's true. But again, it's like for me, it's just like I I like I'll get literally one actual use from doing it. and i mean like i'll get one theme mm-hmm. in my life and then i'm done <laughs> yep pretty much same unless they have a couple and then they come out with better and better ones over time and then like and they're like okay i'll upgrade it yeah like, it's not going to be a thing of like i got a smash Bros. theme and then a pokemon comes out right. and then i got the pokemon one okay i uh-huh. had the pokemon one on my screen for too long i'm gonna go back to the smash oh, yeah. Bros. one and be switching like back and they forth put out- i'm gonna change it and then not change it again unless one that i like more comes out and then yeah exactly that's just gonna be it you know yeah but if my 3DS is any indication, I got the Super Smash Brothers for 3DS background, <laughs> and then that was just it. Uh huh. I mean, it's I like never I, bought another. One. I feel like me versus Ashley with phone cases is a pretty good, or like wallpaper background, same kind of thing. I've had the same phone case since I got this phone, and the same wallpaper background for forever. Yeah. And she changes hers fairly often because that's just like that's just how we're different, yeah. you know. Even when I tried to like, like with my phone, I made like a conscious effort. To be like, I'm going to change my phone backwards, background to whatever relevant game there is that's coming out to <laughs> yeah. like keep my mind on it, you know, like making videos and content and whatnot. But then, like, I got the Squirtle one, I was like, well, I guess this is just going to be in my background for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, there's no reason to change it unless Squirtle. I stop playing Pokemon Trainer. <laughs> yep, true. So there you go. There's all that good thoughts on all these things. Um, you guys also left some questions just in general for us that don't pertain to our videos but our questions and we're going to answer those. It's true. Are you prepared for this? Here we go. Um, on YouTube community seven asked, how did unlocking landscape ruin your life in animal crossing new horizon? Uh, not that much. It actually helped me in some ways because I wanted to put bridges in some places with the default freaking rivers and the default mm-hmm. river for whatever reason wasn't wide enough for me to place a bridge. And I'm like, that's stupid. Yep. <laughs> like, so it helped me in that regard where it's like, okay, I got to widen this river. But uh-huh. also to be fair, there's certain like things that annoy me about it. Cause like, I'm trying to put roads there, but there's like a gap between the road and like certain structures. Mm-hmm. So like, there's still like this tiny gap between like, the residence center and the road that leads to the residence center and the same with the airport. And I'm like, that's dumb. And I hate that. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. No, I think. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, for me, it's, it's definitely been useful. I mean, there, I can, I can see the whole ruin your life thing too, where like yeah. now I there's, I'm like, oh, I just want to make this change and make this look like that and whatever. And so I've, I've got some of that going on where, there's some areas where I'm like, I want to do something good with this, but I don't really know what I want to do. And it's just kind of hanging out. I've got a big old courtyard area I created that I'm going to put stuff down in, but I don't really know what, but I kind of want to be done like spending lots of time in the game, but I want it to be like, if I open the game back up, I'm like, that's right. That's that nice area I created. <laughs> which is not the case right now. If I open it back up, I get stressed. (laughs) I'm like chipping away at that kind of stuff. Like I I have no real pressure to like make my island, my dream island. Yeah. It's just when I have the desire to be like, I'm going to build that one road or whatever. I just want it to be not a work in progress. I think is what I feel like. And everything, a lot of it, like my orchard is done now. At this point, most of my houses are moved in the right spots. There's one that I need to move still probably. I actually, I created a space to move a house into. And then later when I tried to move it into there, found out it was one space too narrow because oh there God. was 
it was the house wide and then one space on a side, but not an extra space on the other side. Mm-hmm. Goodness. <laughs> so that was annoying. Um, but I don't know. It's, it is what it is. I feel you. Seven. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I kind of, I'm in the area where I haven't, although I would say it's kind of unconsciously, I haven't been ambitious enough to let it ruin my life. Right, Cause like I want to swap valid. out all the roads in the like area where I have all my like services. So like resident services yeah, and right. then, like the freaking nooks cranny and all that stuff. I want to make that like the like metropolis. Like I want to make it like yep. city. So I want to make all those roads like street and sidewalks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I have the patterns I know where to find the patterns mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah but that's going to take me a long time so I'm just not yeah. going to right now maybe I think the- that's about where I'm at I'm gonna I have a lot of trees where I'm like I moved those out of an area and then I just planted them randomly in a different area so now I've got one spot that's like <laughs> just a big old forest of stuff that you can barely even walk through just to stick them somewhere um I think I'm just gonna chop all of those down yeah. Just so I don't have to worry about So I, I don't feel like it's a work in progress. <laughs> removed my final like non-fruit tree. Other than Oh, you're like, not gonna leave any of them. My, no, uh-uh. Because uh-huh. why? Uh, the only from? reason is you if you have seven or seventeen of them, apparently, then five are always gonna have money, which is only a hundred bells, so it doesn't matter. And two are always gonna have furniture. Yeah, I don't care. I don't well, care. Then there about you go. That. You're good. <laughs> and I'm just like all that other crap. I'm just like if I need wood or what, I just go to another island. And yeah, get right. That from from I'll just freaking take all their resources. <laughs> I mean, you could also just you know yeah pick the trees and just hit it with a a stone axe instead of an axe axe and get wood from That's those. True. That's also true for coconut trees or whatever. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of options. So like, I don't I don't need that stuff. That is true. I, yeah, I'm going to, I think I, I'm going to try to finish up a couple more things. I said this the past two weeks though, too. I'm going to try to finish up a couple of things and then be just happy with my island in general and have fun finding new furniture and things like that. Um, Next comment or next question from John Francis. This is actually from just after the buzzer last week. So we pulled it in for this week. Um, He said, funny question, worst villager in Animal Crossing New Horizon, in your Animal Crossing New Horizon. Um... So I guess where's villager on your island? It's my worst villager. I um, definitely it used know. to be drift, but I kicked him out and got <laughs> meringue. Meringue. I got meringue. Nice. Uh, she's cool, but now my worst villager is probably. Mine is Muffy. Pretty sure who <laughs> sounds like the worst. Villager. Yeah, funnily enough, was my first like friend villager or whatever you know like where you can actually you've become actual friends with them which i guess just happens after they ask you like hey maybe i want to move away and you say don't move away and then they're like now we're real friends no i don't think that's how it happens it isn't okay timing wise it's coincidentally the three times it's been after somebody's asked me that it was like because the people that usually ask me that i'm not i don't even talk to them (laughs) (laughs) um so but yeah she was one of my first two people and it's like She's just the kind of person that in real life, she was the one that I accidentally made mad that one time when I was like pushing her around and didn't realize. And she was like, why would you do that to me? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But she's like that kind of person that for sure that I know in real life. That's like, you're the best. You're so cool. But you know, if you say like one wrong thing, they're like, I, uh, uh, that's Muffy. So like, 
Muffy. I, <laughs> so it used to be Drift, like I said, because he's like a dude bro, and like I yeah. just didn't. So he had to he had to get out. <laughs> but now I'm not sure. Maybe it's like I think her name's Fiona or Flora. It's one of the two. I don't know. I don't pay much attention to her. She's a flamingo and she looks kind of um. dumb. And <laughs> I kind of want like it's mostly because I'm being lazy. I don't feel like going through that whole process. But I have one of my aunt's other amiibo cards, and I want to uh-huh. like freaking yeet her out of my village for, for in favor of this guy. Uh, but I just haven't had the the freaking desire. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I one of my other ones that was I didn't like at first, but I kind of like now is Eugene, who's the obnoxious um, koala. But he's like, it feels like he's the kind of guy that's like he thinks he's really cool, but he's not. But it's kind of funny how much he thinks he's cool and he's not. So it's like, I'll take it. <laughs> it's it's good stuff. Um, but continuing on from John Francis, he says, and serious one. In this time of insanity, are y'all saying safe? Yes. And then also he says, AJ, do your nieces and nephews know you're an internet celeb? And do they watch? And he also said, also Parker plus wife stuff makes you me read go, this in a very strange order. I did. I just, whatever. Um, so more Parker fam stuff? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, staying safe. Staying yep. safe, yes. Tennessee is opening back up technically next week. What? Yeah, it's dumb. It's like, it's us in Georgia and some other states. But I mean, my office even, they were like, hey, uh, we know Tennessee's technically opening back up, but like, don't come into the office still. We're not going to be open. So don't even bother. And I was like, yeah, no, that's cool. Stupid. Yeah, it's very stupid. So yeah, we're going to keep just doing stuff the same uh, old way. I mean, to be fair, it's very Southern. It's very Southern. I mean, yes, it, <laughs> it, it makes sense with what, everything that's going on. Um, but yeah. Uh, as far as the family thing, the, my niece that like she, my second oldest sister's daughter, mm-hmm. she's like very like, in, she's like huge on YouTube and stuff like that. Nice. So she's like super into it. And she's like, always <laughs> like she uses more of my business cards than I do. She's like, How old is she? Uncle? She's nine. Nice. Uh, she's That's like fun. always giving her, giving my business. She's the one that was in the picture of uh-huh. you when you were 20. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, my other, my other niece and my nephew, they're like, eh, they're kind of aware, but they're not like as down, you know, uh-huh. like they're not old enough to like really care about YouTube uh-huh. <laughs> except for like stuff like baby shark. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Right. It is um, funny with the, like people knowing about YouTube things my parents, I think still mostly think that the thing I do is a podcast. I mean, which is like, I mean, cause that was the thing that a, I think the reason they think that is a, prior to this, I was, had the podcast, the joyous eclectic thing. And then when I started, it was to do the podcast thing and then started doing the videos after that. But as far as like actual, what has more viewership, obviously the YouTube videos themselves. Um, but it's funny because like I've overheard them telling people like, Oh yeah, Parker does the thing. And like, he has a, he does a podcast and like then the YouTube video thing is sounds like kind of an afterthought. When I went to full sale. Uh huh. Uh, my how a lot of my professors would talk about what I did because mm-hmm. they talked about me a lot. Uh, as they would be like, um, they're like, yeah, he makes like podcast content, you know, like even before I started doing yeah. the podcast, it, it just because like the format it's a bit to them reads mm-hmm. like podcasts. And um, I mean, maybe that it's more respected too, because like YouTube to certain people maybe just means something that is different than to other people. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah, good question, John Francis. 
Uh, John Mueller, this is a friend of mine, IRL. Hello, John Mueller. Hello. Said, uh, try to squeak this one in last minute, but just got a switch. What are essential recommendations both in games and gear? Um, get Well, Parker, get him a pro controller. Uh, like one like this or one like this they're the same (laughs) Uh, um and especially now like with the button map and stuff like this is my smash brothers controller right here this one this is my smash brothers controller Mm -hmm. and this one has the button maps on it and then this controller is for everything else so like i I can i don't feel bad for like setting button mapping to, to like very specific things uh, yeah. like removing the share button and stuff like that because like mm-hmm. that's just the controller that i just use for Smash. yeah i mean especially in this day or like if you're somebody that plays games more than just the switch because like again i just hadn't played games for a while and then played the switch so like my hands are perfectly accustomed to the joy cons yeah, and i just don't even care you know like it's weird to me honestly to use controllers that have bigger buttons because like i'm just used to the joy con size buttons now um but weird, for any I know. <laughs> but for anybody else that like is used to an Xbox controller or you know whatever, it it's probably weird to go to the Joy Cons. But yeah, so, get, get you a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get like a case, like a so you can put yeah. it in a bag or whatever. 100%. I have like, a Charizard I, if, like case for my Switch that I, just I have in a backpack. So yeah, I've got a case that has like you know just fits like my Switch and. A, uh, and like some game, game slots and that kind of thing. But then I mean, I also, cases, but. I Ashley got me uh, like a full switch carrying case. So yeah, I don't understand those. I don't get those. For me, it, it's come in super handy, especially the times of, like if I'm going to Belgium or something like that and bringing it to where I know I'm going to be docking it and playing it with family or something then I can bring the Switch, the dock, like we can play Jackbox Party Pack or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I usually just throw all that crap in a backpack. Like well, I feel like I can get like, more use out of putting everything in a backpack than having like specifically a Switch thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, for especially for flying though, I feel like that or it's, I mean, for me, it's even- it, Especially for flying, I don't want to have a specifically Switch thing because I'm not checking nothing. Y'all are crazy if you think I'm checking a bag. You're not so, checking a bag going to Belgium? Great. Nah, I'm going to get a carry-on and a personal, man. <laughs> so, unless, unless for me, for, even then, I was about to say, unless I'm going yeah. for like a month, but like if I'm going for a month, I probably have access to like a washing machine. So like I just get a freaking carry-on and a personal. Man. That's true. And I'm, so, in any case, I think that's one of those like, depending on, mileage may vary. So some people, that'll be really useful and other people probably not. So that's something to consider. Uh, Games-wise, I also, I can't remember, did I make a video that's, I, if I you did, probably made a video in like 2019. That's like, if you're getting a switch, get, yeah. get this. But like, I'm, it's I'm thinking about doing an updating, maybe. updated yeah, one. In the especially next. since it's like harder to get a switch now. Yeah. So like, and so many people are getting one. So I'll, I'll expand like on these magic. thoughts in a video. So but yeah, um, I would say like make a video, you know, just, just here's the plans for the videos, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. uh, make a video. That's just like specifically here's where to look. If you're going to get a switch. Cause like, yeah. Uh, one of my yeah. first questions a while ago i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast but uh one of my professors was like hey i want to get a switch i'm gonna buy it from amazon for like 400 dollars or something like that That's she was gross. like basically she was like um she said is it a good idea to get a new switch if i want to play animal crossing but my son has a switch and he doesn't want me to get uh, be on his island i was like yeah you probably want to do that you want to get a switch like she was like yeah i bought one from amazon and i was like 
looking on Amazon. I was like, the price of this Switch for just the Switch is the price of the Switch with all this, the, all this other crap through uh, GameStop. And they bundle yeah. stuff with it. But yeah. at least you're getting something from the money that you pay for. And right. for her specifically, it came with all this stuff that I would have told her to get anyway, sans like a screen protector, which I'm like, uh-huh. those are a scam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like a $10, even $20 yeah, scam it was like, to- For the most part, it was yes. like... Animal Crossing, which she had to get anyway. Mm-hmm. It was a twenty dollars eShop cart, which I would have told her to get anyway yep. because Animal Crossing, play with yep. your sign and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know it was like, stuff like that, and a the Pro controller maybe. It was like yeah. the same price as the Switch Lite by itself on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, so like put in that video, like here's like the the order of where you should check uh-huh. for switches before you go off the deep end and say, well, I'm just gonna get some buying into a scalper. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, and then, but in any case, recommendations, John, uh, game-wise especially, I don't know what you have so far. You know me in real life, and we live probably 10 minutes from each other, so you can just borrow some of my physical games if you want, but nevertheless, um, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Smash, and Mario Kart 8 are just super easy ones to, like, if you're going to multiplayer, Smash and Mario Kart, um, Animal Crossing, but... Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, those are super easy games to recommend. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more specific games that I could recommend, too. I'd have to maybe look at a list to give more easy things. But, like, I really enjoyed Xenoblade Chronicles. I know people really like um, The Witcher 3. If you've probably played that somewhere else, I'd guess. I don't know. Or, like, uh, Dragon Quest XI-S if you're into RPGs. Um, I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff. I'll make a video. Yep. yep. Just hit me up. Text me and we'll talk. <laughs> Anybody else listening this far in the podcast uh, already probably. You text Parker too and you'll talk. That's right. Next comment. <laughs> Next question uh, from Bianca asks, I asked this to Bob and Will ages ago, but forgot to ask you, what's the weirdest thing you've shouted at a game? Mine has to be, screw you, hot dog. Uh, if uh, I'm being honest, I don't really Probably, yell at games that much. Yeah, I don't yell at very. The much. only game that I like, the, the game I come the closest to yelling at is Smash Brothers. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like, oh my, a B didn't come out. Yeah, that's probably the weirdest there thing I've ever yelled at a game. Um, regardless bu- of what, I buffered the seed attack. <laughs> <laughs> regardless of what ours are. Screw you, hot dog is great. Yeah, so I appreciate. I don't even yours. know the context of that. Even <laughs> if it was not intended as a question, but it's just like, here's the funny thing I said. I'm down. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I would like to know the context. Which I also this? would. I could imagine it in fogs, um, except for that you game's know, it's not, not even not, out. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Uh, or overcooked, maybe. Mm, Can you make I don't know. hot dogs in Overcooked? I don't, I don't know, know if that's the thing in Overcooked. I don't know either. So, yeah, I don't know the answer to this because uh, I don't really... I'm pretty generally... Like, even playing Dark Souls, I was just like, okay, I died. <laughs> like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so, I'm not too worried about things most of the time. Yeah. Usually, uh, like, if I'm talking when I'm playing a game, it's because I'm streaming it. So, I'm, yeah. like, talking to people. Mm-hmm. And they know what, like, whatever I've said. If, you know? Or I'm, a, like, talking to somebody on the phone or in my vicinity like, yeah I really like if it. i do get frustrated with games though more often than not it's actually um, like f <laughs> yeah no it's it's more often than not because um like the joy con aren't connecting or something like that yeah. and like missed a button input and then it's just like a come on and then 
oftentimes if it happens enough, I'll just be like, I'm done for right now. And then I'll just put it down. Cause like, whatever. Um, that's yeah, definitely a frustrating thing. You should get a pro controller. Yeah, honestly, probably, but here we are. Uh, at Chris the Butte asks, what do you think of the new Animal Crossing update? Also, what's your thoughts on popcorn? I love popcorn, but hate that it gets stuck in my teeth. Hashtag fanatics foods. Yo, popcorn, kind of lit. But like <laughs> the kind of part is because like normal popcorn, I don't really have a reason to eat regular popcorn. But like if you give me like caramel popcorn or like, oh, yeah, cheese popcorn or something. Gourmet like, popcorn. I'm down. Super good. That said, AMC Theaters has gourmet popcorn. Uh, the one that we go to I'm has gourmet so popcorn sometimes. Sick of, I don't like them because like every time, I, like I told you about the whole saga with freaking Sonic and I paid for that movie twice, didn't I? I oh, yeah. Trying to talk about it. Yeah. Every time I go to the movies now, it's like $30, dude, just for me. Yeah, yeah. Like that's wild, man. It's, and it's, it has been like nice. a soda and then popcorn and then I'll get like, I don't know, like gummy forms or something. It yeah. is like freaking $30. Oh, now. we we <laughs> definitely um, bring in our own. You're illegal. House. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's great. Well, we do it all the it's time. Great. No, but uh, yeah, like that's definitely the way we go. If it's, I mean, especially if it's something you can't even get at the movies, you know, like if I want to bring The only time in- that I do that, and I think I talked about this on the podcast also, mm-hmm. is when we go to the movie theater that's in the mall because they just right. don't care. Yes. So yeah. like, we're just, I'm like, last time I went to, I freaking went to the movie theater that's in the mall and I got like Hershey. Is it the same mall that I met you at? Went no, up in? that's a different mall. Okay. It's a mall that's closer to me. The other the mall that you met me at was like, I don't know, like 10 minutes from my house. The one that I could literally walk to the mall that I'm talking about in 10 minutes. Uh, prove uh, it. Do it right now. I can't. I mean, I could if I change <laughs> it to my phone, like call them from my phone. Uh, but actually, I can't because it's freaking pandemic, dude. That's so true. Uh, <laughs> one up right there. But um, really helpful in Super Mario World. But yeah, no, the mall is super close to me. Um, but yeah, like they just don't care because like all this stuff is there anyway. So it's like you just go, there's like a pharmacy there and I like got like freaking white chocolate pretzels mm-hmm. and stuff. I got, I spent like $10 on snacks and then like $5 on my ticket. So it's like half that. I hate, I hate everything. <laughs> so yeah, they, AMC, blah, blah, blah. They have gourmet popcorn at the one uh, that we go to in any case. And we got it one time and obviously not enough people buy it because it was the the was most stale thing no it was well uh i think we had rewards points or something i don't know whatever uh, but it was the most stale thing i've ever had in my life because it was just <laughs> like regular popcorn and cheese popcorn and um cheetos and all of them were like just not like cheeto puffs but like the cheeto sticks like the jalapeno cheetos but not the not jalapeno ones it was it was so bad, but in any case, the uh, the other popcorn thing that it makes me think of is I had an expander um, in like seventh grade, which is like was like supposed to be pre braces. It's like a little thing and that just goes on your back molars and like is supposed to push your like spacers. Yeah, I guess I don't know. They, it was called an expander. It's pretty much like a retainer sort of, but only goes in your back molars and mm. is just like really thin and it's like one line wire across with like a little um you know that that bit but like only that wide in any case i had that got a popcorn kernel bit stuck in that it was there for like four months oh my god i could not like nothing i could do because it was just like 
in the soft palate or whatever, you know, like up on the roof of my mouth between the thing. There was no getting it down, like brushing my brushing up there. It was the worst Rick, thing in dude. my life. Rick. It wasn't really the worst thing in my life, but it sucked. It was annoying and I didn't like it. Um, but popcorn's great. So there it you is. go. Um, and the update is also good. <laughs> the Animal oh, Crossing yeah, update. The update. I like the update. I like it a lot. So it's far. good. I just I, bought my first, uh, first piece of art. Me too. Just did it. Yep. And I'm I, excited. I wanted like $400,000. I'm like, Psh, that's nothing. <laughs> and it's like $5,000. I'm like, oh, okay. That's yeah, right. More <laughs> nothing. Um, I, I kind of want to. So I'm going to donate this one. And I'm pretty sure your first one's always going to be a real one. I'm guessing. Yeah, um, I think so. And I'm then just donating all of it or trying to. That's what well, I do. Well, so, but everything. some of them are going to be fake ones, apparently. Yeah, but he's going to say it. He's going to be like, this is fake. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Oh, really? Oh, I thought yeah. for some reason that you didn't, you couldn't find it out or something. Yeah, no, I think I he straight up tells you, this is fake. I'm not taking this. And then, oh, like, right. I Blather guess says freaking, that. Yeah, so, what I want to do is not donate, like, just buy all of them, not donate them. And then, I don't know, maybe even have like a short, Twitter video or something, just trying to guess which ones are which, and it being funny. Probably oh, I'm never gonna actually do this. Try to like rip people off on Twitter. I thought no. you were going to try to upsell freaking red. <laughs> I'm not crazy like that. Sure, crazy in different ways. Uh, next question comes from Alex at Kumba Koopa, who said, "I recently picked up Mario Maker Two because of the recent direct showing the world builder. Do you think the idea that you can play an infinite Mario games will get more people to buy the game now than at launch?" Um, no, because I don't think most people see it that way. Like even with the world builder, I don't think people see it as being able to play infinite amounts of Mario games because I think that like the First of all, the instinct is to think like, I don't want to make worlds. People mm-hmm. aren't even thinking about playing the worlds that other people make. They just think because the game's called Mario Maker, that the point of it is for them to make the game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think most people want to do that. Honestly, I think what could, the biggest chance of a resurgence is in the Mario Maker content creator community. If they're able to show that it's, that much better of a playing experience or whatever, maybe. But yeah, most think, of them are also the Kaizo players, so like that's just hard yeah. to you know hard sell at that point. I think the thing with them specifically is they. Matt Pat talked about this a long time ago. To, to call back to our freaking Matt Pat <laughs> podcast at the beginning. Yeah. Of the uh, how there's like tiers of like influence where there's like right. there's the influencers that influence the influencers almost. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think that the only way that Mario Maker has a chance of doing that is if an freaking you know like a, a rat and link you know like mm-hmm. if, if they're playing mario maker because they saw one of those mario maker youtubers or whatever make a thing and then they make a video about it then i could see it like you know taking off again uh but i don't know if like animal oh yeah, like animal crossing uh mario maker specific creators already you know i don't know if they'll sell any mm-hmm. more people on the game other than maybe a few people here and there that were already like straddlers and they're like, all I want is this one thing. And then once it's there, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I don't, I don't know if the masses are in that group, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think I, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we will find out eventually if the numbers had an uptick or whatever, but I feel like probably not. Um, which is a shame and it could have, it really, again, it's just the pacing. The content is yeah. all I think great. if this came out the month after Mario Maker did, I think yeah. that, yes, 100%, it would change like the trajectory of the sales. Yep. But it's too little, too late, I think. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, and also the fact that 
there are just so many games that came out last year made it hard for this game to really stand out how it could have if it was the only the the big show or whatever yeah. um good question though and i hope that you enjoy mario maker 2 because it's it's good and it's fun so yeah. enjoy it let us know how it turns out um now last up some questions from discord you can join our Discord too if you want. If you've listened to this song, you're probably already in it. Duncan said, if you could go anywhere in the world once the global issues clear up, all expenses paid, where would you go? Japan. Oh, man. That's a good answer. I, would, I was going to say um, Mega Man would be happy to hear this. New Zealand. Uh, just because, like, it's cool, man. New Ze- but <laughs> Japan's a really good... Japan's really good. I've been to Yo, Australia. When I was like freaking seven. I wanted to go to New Zealand because of rocket power, dude. But <laughs> like now, well, they, they're like they're think, in New Zealand. No, in they, rocket power. They went to New Zealand. Oh, okay. Gotcha, for like gotcha. this thing. It was like yeah. a special or something. Uh huh. And they like freaking snowboarded and stuff. Of course man. they did. And they like longboard. It was lit. <laughs> good on rocket power. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, I um, just I think like. Okay, Japan for Nintendo reasons alone Just video games would be for me. Yeah, like, would be awesome. Many um, otherwise, like I, I've been a lot of places in my life because of just growing up and stuff and being overseas or whatever. So like I've traveled a number of places. And the thing about me, like I don't like this about myself, but like in the same way that I don't really care about museums, I don't really care about history, even though my mom and my grandma are obsessed with history stuff and like a lot of my family is and i just somehow got the butt end of that and like don't care so a lot of similar ways like i wouldn't care about going somewhere because like there's a lot of interesting world war ii sites or something like that and almost don't even super care like i've experienced lots and lots of different cultures which is super cool and awesome but I would go somewhere for the sites. And that's pretty much the main reason I'd want to go somewhere, you know, like, so New Zealand or honestly, like I grew up in the mountains in Switzerland kind of area. I'd go back to Switzerland because the Alps are dope. (laughs) Like, so, you know, like I feel also, I always feel bad saying that kind of thing because it feels so uncultured to be like, no, I don't really care about going to such and such place. I I think that a lot of that is like, you know, like a like a freaking. It's not real. <laughs> like yeah. that's perceived that people yeah. are like, man, you're such a worse person because <laughs> you don't enjoy the same things that I enjoy, or right. you're like lesser for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Like if that's not what you're into, it's not what you're into. Whatever. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I meet lots of people in regular life and stuff. So, like, I, um, I think there's some people that want to go to, like, I want to go to Italy to meet Italians and get to understand the culture of Italians or something like that. And like, first of all, I, a number of those places, like the school that I went to was an international school for high school. And so we had like 88 nationalities in our one school. So like, I think just that's one of those things where it's like, I feel like in large part, I've kind of checked that off the box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel, again, I feel so bad saying that, but like it just being true to myself at this point, I would go to New Zealand because like, that's where Lord of the Rings was. Lord of the Rings looks awesome. I like it. And it's pretty <laughs> from the bits I've seen. So that's probably what I would do. Or Japan because Nintendo. So yeah, man, Japan. 
And then the, the freaking New Zealand that played Smash Brothers with Mega Man locally. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Uh, Mega Man, I'm going to show up in Auckland or wherever, and we're going to hang out. Is Auckland in New Zealand? I don't, maybe it's not. I, I feel dumb Australia, already. So you make I know. I'm going to feel, ah, <laughs> right, it is New Zealand. Cool. Okay, good. <laughs> is it the capital of New Zealand? I think Auckland, New, actually, I'm just going to look up this capital of new wellington that makes sense oh actually wait that's i think that's where um mega man is because that's the rugby team is the wellington something something something's there it is i don't know man speaking of mega man this next this last question is from him so here we go uh mega man asks what game has surprised you the most in your gaming history a game you didn't think you would enjoy or look as fun to play as you thought and completely changed your opinion and why? Uh, Bloodboard? Mm, good answer. I like Bloodboard. Because, like, the aesthetic and, like, the theme of the game, I really don't yeah. care. You know? Yeah, that would not be the, my... Like, edgy, like, freaking, like, Victorian, like, it's, re- yep. it's real gory and it's, it, that's cool, man. And, like, freaking <laughs> people are half dead and stuff and it's, you know, like, uh-huh. everything's taunted and, like, this is a dystopia, like, post-dystopia world and, like, everybody's mm-hmm. scared of everything and they're scared of you and you're scared of them. <laughs> they don't really care about that. But the gameplay of it all made me love that game. Yeah, I could definitely say, I would feel the same way about, I don't really care about, like, gothic stuff yeah. in the traditional well i also whatever <laughs> i don't really care about that but i could see that being a thing um or just like i just hate europe you know Can't no i it. love europe it's great <laughs> i just i have been to a lot of places in europe and so like that's less exciting compared to going somewhere new i guess <laughs> but um but no yeah i same kind of that victorian era gothic kind of stuff uh is not as up my alley but yeah answer for me honestly uh, there might be some more historical ones, but the easiest one that comes to mind is a very recent one. Um, well, Animal Crossing? Two very recent ones. I guess Animal <laughs> Crossing as well. I was going to say, because Animal Crossing, I think I had enough build up to it to be like, I'll probably like this game once it actually yeah, comes out. Yeah, me telling you for two years. Yeah. Like it? Once it got to it, I was like, it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a good time. Um, but the one that I didn't have any impression of before was... Uh, this guy right here, Divinity Original Sin. Oh, uh, yeah, you got the fancy thing. Uh, look at that. It's true. That very much so was a game that I was like, hey, uh, this game, I guess, exists. And they want to send a code. Do you want it? <laughs> yep. And there it and is. And it was just so good. And I love it a lot. So, yeah, that's one that I, because I even remember watching the, it was in the September Direct, I think. Or maybe it was. I don't know. It was in a direct at some point. I just remember it because like I saw the hype for it beforehand like, on yeah. other platforms. Right. Like PC yeah. Specifically. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm <laughs> play this game. And it came out on switch. And then I was like, okay, whatever. I'm still probably going to play this game. <laughs> and then I got the email and I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to play this game, but maybe Parker will. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing the footage in the trailer, wherever it happened, it was some direct. And I was like, it said like one of the best rated rpgs ever blah 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 and i was like i don't know it looks kind of not good maybe (laughs) um just because like it's you know especially if you're trying to show off the coolest parts of the game it's where the screen gets super busy because there's just so many different things you can do or whatever so i think they were showing some of that off and it just like also also like showing off isometric stuff like it's 
it, the game is beautiful once you get into it, but at first glance, isometric games just generally don't look that great because it doesn't show this vast, like, ha world thing, but it just got to update, uh, specifically <sighs> did. John Francis dish, uh, from Bianca on the hot dog thing. Oh, she said, a running gun level in Cuphead. Don't remember the name, but was the <laughs> <laughs> but was the one at the fair? Mini boss is a hot dog right at the checkpoint, and I kept dying until I eventually took him out. It was a victory cry. It was a victory cry. <laughs> uh, screw you, hot dog. Um, and uh, you know what? What food would you would you say? Screw you, such and such food. Let us know all that yeah. in the comments. Maybe you're lactose intolerant and you're like, screw you, ice cream, because you don't like ice cream. You don't like or ice cream. Or you would cream. like to like ice cream, but you're <laughs> you, mad at you, it. The, I think that, that, I don't know, man. I'm not lactose <laughs> intolerant, so I don't know your plight, you know? Ashley's a little bit lactose. She's like, eh, a little bit's fine, but after a while, it's like, that. What's more again? weird? Being, I, I, I think technically- Is this the question for everybody, or- I for you, but I would, hey, if anybody else wants to answer it, what's more weird? Mm-hmm. Being tolerant of lactose, being lactose intolerant, which is I think pre my my perception of this is mm-hmm. probably that's the most non weird thing is being lactose intolerant mm-hmm. or being a little bit lactose intolerant. <laughs> what's the most weird? <laughs> uh, I don't know. In in the context of like, why are we able to drink cow's milk? Like, is that? No, I mean, like in terms of like, what do you think is the least common thing? Oh, least common. Yeah. So you think more people are lactose intolerant? Fine with lactose. Are a little bit lactose intolerant? Mm, Well, for what apparently for what it's worth, most people, even if they don't have bad reactions to lactose, it's kind of like a gluten thing where it's like it's like you. It actually is doing some little things to you, but you don't really realize because it's not bad right. enough to notice. So I guess that, you know, but if it's like a question of, is it going to ruin your day or not? It seems like probably most people are tolerant of it. You know, I guess tolerant also has a certain level of like, yeah, it's fine. Kind of in the word. Because <laughs> I, feel, I feel like most people that I know are lactose intolerant. Like, and I Weird. mean like to yeah. the point that they, they know that they're lactose intolerant. Yeah. Huh. Um, and that much I definitely don't experience. And but. it's like, it's like not to the point where it's like, cause there's people that are like straight up allergic to milk right, and then there's yeah. being like those, it's a whole spectrum. Dude. Yeah. And, and there's I don't also know anybody like, that's allergic to milk. There's also like dairy. I think lactose and dairy aren't always the same. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some kinds of things like that. Also for what it's worth, apparently, and this is anecdotal. So let me know people. Um, but in Asia specifically, like China and like, Eastern Asia, I guess, just milk in general just isn't very much of a thing. So like I went there once and we were like, hey, we brought some cheese with us. You want to try cheese? And they're like, we've (laughs) never tried tried cheese cheese before. And that was like so crazy to me. It's like, you just never, because it's just Will doesn't like cheese. So, but apparently- I left my, I left my, my I left my comment on, on Will's video. Uh, I said, I said something, I said something like you're now, I said it. It, I said you're more of a big dumb dumb than Bob, <laughs> and that makes me sad to say. And I put a sad <laughs> face. That was my comment. That's good. Um, but yeah, so apparently an, a decent number, I guess, of um, folks that were born and raised in uh, like Asia. I don't know what parts of Asia specifically, but would be more lactose intolerant just because they didn't grow up with it. I don't know. 
maybe not a thing. Maybe it's just anecdotal from that, but there it is. But you know what, everybody? Let us know what you are most intolerant of. What are you of. intolerant of? <laughs> <laughs> licorice? Mine is definitely licorice. Uh, let us know all that more in the comments below. And uh, tell, hey, tell someone to listen to the podcast because they might be bored. Also, we're talking about, we, just before recording, we were talking about maybe switching up the format a little bit of all this. So maybe in the future, expect to see some changes, but we'll figure it out. We'll keep you posted on what yeah. happens. So it wouldn't be super drastic changes in a lot of regards, but at the same time, be kind of different. Um, so we'll see. See you next week. See you Goodbye. next week. Bye.